I want to ask you a serious question to start off with. Who's the greatest rabbi who ever lived? Was it Rashi? Jesus. That's the correct answer. <laughs> Who's the second greatest rabbi who ever lived? Brandon. Moses. <laughs> Third greatest rabbi who ever lived? Rabbi the Apostles Shalom. of the Lamb. That's my personal belief system. Not very controversial. I think even Gamaliel will agree with that. I hope so. You know how important that is to Saul. I... Not that Saul's here, but we're attacking him here. And what is Saul? Well, ask King David and ask the Apostle Paul. Who's Saul? Is it Satan? Incarnate? Who's killing David after he's anointed by Samuel's horn of oil? Attempted murder every day in his life for 22 years. He had to live in caves. He's the anointed one living in caves. He's the king of Israel living in caves, sleeping on rocks. While Saul had his duck feather bed in the palace. Duck feather bed in the palace. I can put that in my notes. <laughs> if you're taking notes you tonight. <laughs> that sounds actually really Goose funny. feather or duck duck gray goose. Depending duck, on what part of the United duck. States you're from, it's duck duck goose or duck palace. duck gray duck. Yes. But y'all already know that. I already knew that. Minnesota's the only state in America that does duck duck goose. You know, everywhere else it goes gray duck. Isn't that special? That's why you are special people. You're like <laughs> gray ducks. And you're like geese. <laughs> One of my favorite church history facts is how the ancient Celts, through St. Patrick, they didn't have doves on Ireland. No doves on Ireland. No pigeons or no whatever pigeons back or then. No doves? Nope, none. So all they had to symbolize the Holy Spirit oh, yeah. was geese. The Holy Goose. The Holy Goose. It's true. Because otherwise if you said pigeon, back, like, what are you talking about? Have you been about? baptized in the Holy Geese or the Holy Goose I've yet? never seen a Holy Pigeon in my life. What are you talking about, man? What is a pigeon even? We didn't even know there was a... I guarantee you, what... Holy, Holy Spirit's not descending on Jesus of Nazareth in the form of a dove if there's no doves in Israel. Right. You put him on Tasmania, he'd come down, you know, like some kind of strange African animal. Right, that's like if you said a holy Tasmania. UFO, they would be like, what are you talking about? In Australia, about, he'd come down as a holy kookaburra. A holy kookaburra. <laughs> <laughs> well, Minnesota, he'd come down as the holy loon. I have a GT for that. Amen. <laughs> You know, deep Florida, in the archives the that never Flamingo. made their way crawl out of my phone onto Facebook. <laughs> See, a lot of our Christianity is files. just cultural crap. And it needs to burn today because that's what's holding you back from really knowing God. Just dead men's bones inside thinking it's orthodox, sound doctrine when it's just a demon robbing you of your inheritance of the living God. God is God of the living, not the dead. Jesus had to tell them that. And they were astonished. Like, oh my gosh, it is. Everything around here is like dead religion. 
They didn't even realize it. They were so stuck in religion. Jesus had to remind them that God is the God of the living Abraham, not the dead crap you do in temple anymore. Wake up. We have so many charismatic Pentecostal Christian Jewish traditions now on earth, even Muslim traditions, whatever, all the religious traditions of all the nations. Are you even alive in the things you're doing with God? Or is it just paganism? What is holding you back from being fully alive I have a question. In your heart. What is even alive? What is alive? Maybe for some of our viewers are wondering, what is even alive? You're looking at your life now. Think photosynthesis. <laughs> and cell health. How do I know if I'm alive? At a monatomic level. Think silver spirit and think gold soul. Amen. Think in terms of silver, gold, and gemstone called believer's rewards. When something comes alive, the Bible says it turns silver. Is that just like when I die and go to heaven and I got a bunch of silver ego, egos or eagles in my stash? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a treasure house in heaven full of silver? You know, people think like this. And I know... You guys still do too. That it's like storing up rewards in heaven is storing up treasure in a far off distant place in space. You realize that's complete insanity? That's total nonsense? But the that was my whole belief system. Oh. The treasure in heaven is the development of the eternal being of Christ in you and the perpetual hope of realizing a greater Shekinah glory. As it's written, we go from one degree of Shekinah to a greater degree of Shekinah by the Spirit who is the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.18, it is written. Amen? Amen? So what does it mean to go from Shekinah to Shekinah as it's written in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18? It means to progressively come more alive in silver. What does it mean to have a rich treasury glory? Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 through 20 says that you have a rich treasury glory in your bellies. Do you have one right now, or is your belly just full of Taco Bell and intestinal fecal poop? <laughs> fecal mucus is that's the word I was very, looking for. That's a for all the scholars term, watching. The yes. I mean, what's in your belly? Paul said to the dead, their bellies would be their gods, and they'll just mm -hmm. cover it with like religious activity and belief systems in a dead man's soul and dead man's bones as a religion. And you'd be shocked how much of that is in your Christianity. It's not them, it's you. Truth in hand. It's not about applying this to other Christians. It's about personal application of the sword of the Spirit, mm. the Word of God, circumcising your hearts, your ears, your eyes, your senses, your minds, your souls, with every word that comes down the path of lightnings. So, when you're full of death and self-righteousness, you apply it to others, you'll often think about someone else when the message comes and hits your ears and deflects, and it's like, he's talking about my spouse. Right, that's the main temptation, listening <laughs> to Joel's bar. He's my enemies. Right, that's one of the main temptations at Joel's bar, is hearing the message. It's such a temptation to always think about in terms of where you came from. So, like, the church background you might have left, maybe they were down in the valley, under the dust and dirt of the earth. And yes, it does apply to them, but what's more beneficial is not just, oh, you know, they treated me wrong, that's what they're doing wrong. Well, well that's true, yes. 
always take it a step further and say, how can I apply this sword to myself? That's how you're going to get the most That's what engaging in Torah yeah. is. Engaging in Torah is allowing the sword of the Spirit, the Torah of Yarevave, the Word of God, Jesus Christ, the living letter, the red letter, okay? Allowing that into the heart to cut off all the dead things that are making you human beings instead of ever-living beings. A human being is dead below, but you're not born again below. John chapter 3 says you're born again above. So why do you live in your consciousness below only without an above angelic awakening? 100% of the time, demons. Demons, that's the reason why. The only reason why the consciousness has its awareness in its thought life, its action life, its word life, in the earth, in the dust of the earth, in the valley of the shadow of death, is because it's not yet awakened to the above dimension. Jesus Christ, I am from above, you are from below. We need to always be above and below, both, at the same time. It takes two to tango. Okay? So what are the two? Two is the number of covenant in Scripture. It's you above and you below. Your above nature is more important and more real than your below sack of bones. You got a below sack of bones, it's wonderful. So did Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah of the living God. But what did he do with it? He carried it around with his above nature. Some of you are hearing the gospel for the first time. <laughs> what did Jesus Christ say? I am Yarevave above. Oh, but he's right here. Unbelievers said he's right here. He's a man like me. This is Joseph's son, the carpenter's kid. And he's going around saying he's a great prophet and crap. And there was very, very little power working in Nazareth because they're all familiar with his below realm. Like a lot of you with my below realm, so you don't know me at all. You need to be only awakened in the above realm, and that's called walking in the fear of Yahweh. Or Yarevaveh. Yahweh is fine, as long as you get the point. It's wonderful. Jehovah, Yahweh, we're not all into this strict, serious, pharisaical cult where it's like if you don't pronounce it and say it correctly. Listen, you ever watch Bob Jones? He couldn't say one English word correctly. Not one. There wasn't a single three-letter word in the English language. Prophet Bob Jones, the Elijah of the last generation, could even pronounce. Do you think it's about education? No, it's about spiritual wisdom. It's about righteousness. The education that's important is being established above so you can rule over the below so you don't end up just a bag of bones in a graveyard. And you need to face this stuff from birth because you're born dead. You're born of woman dead. As cute as they are, little babies crawling around, they're dead. Mm -hmm. Now they can be animated and filled with life as it's written, John, who was filled with the spirit of Yadevave in the mother's womb. So as soon as they're conceived... Baptize that kid in the Holy Ghost and fire. Come on. We've had friends in ministry whose kids come out of the belly speaking in tongues oh, instead yeah. of crying. It's yeah. true. It was really, she turned out a really sweet girl, too. What? You'd, you'd hope so. Oh, no. I'm, I knew her when she was about somewhere between 7 and 10 years old. My devil didn't get her. She was she honestly the best of the, of the batch of kids. Hmm. Really, she was special. She was—I mean, she was kind of drawn to me too. And we uh, ended up getting to be friends with her, and the mom was excited about that and wanted me to talk to her whenever she brought her around. 
that was my one of my bosses I worked for. She was amazing. It was a the prayer the prayer time was lit. It would be like she had a tambourine, the emergency tambourine in the back. You know what I'm talking about? The emergency tambourine. It was serious. Mm. People, I would say people. It was a doctor's office. People would come in and get healed all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Without I mean, she would write medications. Because people come in with unbelief. They come in with demons. Whatever. They would manifest to try and like get you. Mm-hmm. So you got to be a normal doctor for those ones. This is some business wisdom. When normal people, demon possessed people, come in, and it's not an assignment, you just treat them. It's business, business, business. You ain't getting no hands laid on. You're not getting healed today. You're going to the pharmacy, and you pick up your prescription. That's it. Yeah. Then you have the in between. The people there don't have a lot of the, the the faith isn't built up, or it's not their season of healing. You're gonna get the prescription, and you're gonna get hands laid on. You're gonna get a prayer for healing. They probably come out. They need a little extra time waiting in the room, waiting room, just crying, getting some emotional healing. It was super fun though. And you have the demon possessed oh, medical yeah. assistant. Yeah, there was that just every day like, how does a demon work here, man? <laughs> He's mm. like that false love compassion I can't get rid They're of. Their in covenant was death. It's like, man, that was a mistake. But you know, that's the false love will get you. You're just trying to do that right. You nice know what thing. circumcision is in your heart? It's cutting mm. away your eighty covenants with death. Yeah, my co-worker was an actual demon. Can you imagine that? Going to work every day? There's just you a have demon 80 right there. covenants with death. It takes 80 foreskins to conquer the Sephirot. I can hear people thinking that that's my testimony right now, Rebecca. That's what you're saying. That's my testimony. I can hear the people standard thinking now online. In the messianic I do work with demons. Of the millennial reign of Christ is you show your 80 bags of foreskins. Yeah. Otherwise, you have no testimony in the messianic kingdom. You know, the people... It's true. The people um, who aren't just completely, I mean, when it's just a demon with skin on, there's not a human there anymore. That's kind of what I'm talking about. But uh, some of them, some of the, your tu- governors and tutors, I was talking to the Lord about this today. When you're at work, I have really fond of memories. I was remembering some of my supervisors from certain places and jobs. And I remembered one lady in specific. I really loved her. I just, she was so fun. Uh, but she manifested on me like all the time, you know, doing the wrong thing. The fruit testers. You know, the fruit, exactly, the fruit testers. But I have so much love for her. I still remember the her. The thorn in your side. I miss her sometimes. Oh, yeah. Personify. No, I kind of miss her sometimes. I really loved her. And I remember it finally got to where I was coming up to the end of a season. So the walls kind of broke down a little bit. And I ended up getting to pray with her. And she felt the presence of the spirit. And then she, her eyes opened up. We were at in and out Burger. She's like, where did you learn about this stuff? And I was like. Online, and that's it. <laughs> On the internet. She's like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> like a physical manifest presence. That was the only explanation. Well, that diminishes its value if you <laughs> learn it on the internet. No. She was like, oh, that's cool. Because she experienced God. Like, yeah. God if you would have said Harvard, I would have thought you were something in the flesh. Right. You know oh, how it is it. in hell? That's how they think. God liked it, In too. Satan's kingdom. God liked that response, too. You could feel the joy all over it. Just simple. But uh, I was just thinking on that. Those are the people who always manifest on you and they test you and they'll do the wrong thing. You keep forgiving them. But you're, those are those were my governors and tutors as I was growing up in the Lord. And I am so thankful now because if I look at the character that I have now, I didn't have all that character built then. I had some character built, but I needed those governors and tutors who are manifesting demons on me. Hey, don't touch those shoes. Think about how... All those governors mm-hmm. raised up the patriarchs. Think about Laban, 
the worst warlock who's ever lived in the history of the universe. Oh, yeah, his was the worst. Oh Governor my Tudor. God, <laughs> raising up Jacob. Think about Potiphar's house and Joseph, and then frickin' Pharaoh and Moses. Does anybody even grow up? Your in boss a good didn't house? even throw you into jail for ten years. <laughs> for real. That's Moses's testimony. His wife got him out with secret bread. How about Daniel was Nebuchadnezzar and Antichrist? You guys got it easy. My boss is so mean. <laughs> they haven't tried to kill you yet. You're fine. What about Joe fine. Biden, though? You what don't a, know. He can't even walk or talk, man. What about him? <laughs> you got to grow up in the 12 apostles Biden. of the Lamb dominion. Biden is my governor and tutor. I am suffering. <laughs> Have you checked gas prices? <laughs> up $2 a gallon. Surely it's practically this, Moses' 10 years You know what's funny about Biden? He's so dumb, no one even thinks up. he could possibly be the Antichrist. Because he's practically retarded. We're like, we're pretty sure it's not him. <laughs> Maybe the Pope, but definitely not him. Pretty yeah. sure the Antichrist doesn't wear depends. The Pope's too dumb too. <laughs> no, 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 they got much higher intelligence than <laughs> in the in the Black Kabbalah that we haven't seen yet, and I'm, we'll take it all out anyhow. But right now, it is a bunch of derelicts. S Satan hasn't brought his best forward yet. Not yet. But neither has God. Look at who's running the church right now. They, these churches around the Twin Cities are buying dirt and building mega churches only, be, only to be obliterated. As it's written, these are the days of Noah, where they would give and take in marriage up into the day that Noah closed the ark. Come and see. Now will be the time of every goofy, stupid thing under the sun with a prosperity and abundance of all the Shekinah coming down 10 weeks of people on the earth being the biggest fools of all time. Up until the time, the last forehead is sealed on the moon. Okay? That's when the ark closes and everything on earth will be obliterated. Mm. That day is coming quickly as the real lovers of Jesus Christ rise on sapphire stones. Anyone not sealed at minimum moon level will be terminated for eternity. You want to hear something kind of horrifying about that? Sure, why yeah, not? Well, yeah, I love you. I have rain. <laughs> this is my gospel. I saw, yeah, I saw this like a while back. I didn't really understand it in the terms of the Sephirot when I saw it, but I had this vision a while back about and confirmations from people about being the person to close the door of the ark and that's like it's an you know gatekeeper is kind of one of the you know different like gatekeeper but uh i saw this thing after the last person got onto the boat onto the ark that it was my job to close the door and then i saw people running and screaming trying to get on the ark and it was my job just to close it no, and they were they, they already had the chance so the last actual person of repentance got on and then we close the door, and then that's it. Then everybody else. I'll tell you is this though: that I'm gonna have my Bob Jones prophecy of one billion souls living on the stars. Amen. If you follow the Elijah of the previous generation closely at all, you realize that he said your generation's called to live on the stars. Yes. The only safe place is moon, sun, and stars. And how do we gain such access? to such heavenly ideas. 
because your Christianity never taught you any of it. So how do we gain that access now? Well, have you read Genesis 1? Torah is your access to the house of Moses to sing the song of Moses like a regular overcomer of Revelation 15. Problem is, the Christianity all y'all come out of is total paganism. And most of you are in denial, clinging on to the very pagan ideas and pagan rituals that have cursed you your whole lives. All of it needs to be obliterated and circumcised in your hearts and minds and bones and marrow. You let go of the earthly. And Torah, Genesis 1, in the day that God created the heavens and the earth, <laughs> who's God? Jesus Christ. Where do you suppose he wants you to live? In the heavens. Woe to the inhabitants of earth. But rejoice exceedingly in the blessings of heavenly Jerusalem, you who dwell in heaven. Revelation 12, 12, it is written, Cursed, prepared to be slaughtered, are they who live on earth. But blessed in eternal jubilee are they who live on the stars. Here's what's fascinating about Torah. Even though I know this concept of true Torah of the apostles of the Lamb is flying over most of your heads right now, and you can't even comprehend the possibility of living on the sun, it doesn't take a long time. It's just a little faith mixed with hearing the word of people already living in these realities, and you begin to get the circumcisions, and you begin to rise. The issue is not fearing, not coming into contract with death as you rise, not getting going back into sin, forgetting your former life, pressing on to the life of Jesus Christ in heaven, keeping your eyes on the prize, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, who for the joy set before him, Endured the cross, scorning the shame. So you're going to endure your cross. What is your cross? Your access into the heavens. It is. You're crucified by Torah. Crucifixion is the exact same thing as circumcision. But we like to do it outwardly and cling and retain to our human life in the dirt and the dust of the earth, which is all hypocrisy and blasphemy. We need it in our heart to rise on sapphire stones in my Father's house are many dwelling places of Shekinah. If it were not so, I tell you, Jesus Christ preached dwelling places above for people who received his teachings. What are the dwelling places below for those that don't understand Messiah's Torah? He's a rabbi. They called him a rabbi every time Matthew Mark looking up. Rabbi, rabbi, what did you say about this? Gamaliel says this. What do you say? And the rabbi would teach them what he believed. And we know Rabbi Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, is the Messiah of all Israel. And he would tell you, and some people believed him, most did not. The same is true in every generation. You're being taught by Messiah through the apostles of the Lamb in this generation. You're being taught by Messiah through the apostles of the Lamb in last generation. Every generation has kings. As it's written in the Final Quest series, what are kings? Apostles. The issue is, did you ever believe anything they said or did you go around here with your own opinions and individual interpretation and grace that abounds and all that forbidden, condemned realms that people go into out of convenience and selfishness instead of counting the cost, going to war, picking up their cross, following him and becoming real Christians. Amen. So in every generation since Adam, there has been teaching 
from people who had instructions from the holy angels. It's true. Study church history. Study the Old Testament. There was always a prophet. There was always someone speaking. And if there wasn't, if there was a dead period, you could go study in temple and become the voice piece, piece of God. If you study the minor prophets, some of those people, they were just shepherds, businessmen, leather workers. There was nobody to speak for God in the whole nation of Israel. God would just take someone out of a mechanic shop and be like, you're my prophet now because this pit place is so religious, full of liars, I can't even speak through them anymore. And that's how it is. Now we need people to circumcise their hearts because he wants all his people to be prophetic. What is written? I desire for all my people to be prophets. It's written in the Torah of Yadivave. You are called to the prophetic and there's no excuse, no excuse around it. 2 Peter 1.19 says, Only through the prophetic is the word of God inscribed on your spirit which is the center of your soul mm. and if you don't allow the angels of the God I am whom I serve to write it on your spirit you will never come alive no matter if you are around Jesus Christ himself right truth anyhow they say well, well go back and tell them my family's up there this Lazarus and the rich man in hell Go tell them all the truth. Jesus said they won't listen. They have Moses and the prophets. What did the rich man say? No, that's not enough. They'll never believe them. Jesus said that's enough. That's all you have to believe on. If you can't believe Torah and the prophets and the apostles of the Lamb of God in Jerusalem right now, you don't get anything else from God because this is a test of faith. Whether you people follow the fallen angels or the holy righteous obedient mm. angels and their teachings and you will have to decide in your hearts am i going to listen to the teachings of these men instructed by these angels or these men instructed by these angels and i tell you the truth there's nothing in between every single teacher on planet earth today is cabaled instructed by some entity mm. whether it be a demon whether it be Jesus Christ himself, whether it be themselves a human doctrine, a doctrine of demons, or is this person inspired by the Holy Spirit of the Messiah? Everyone needs to judge righteously. If you judge unrighteously, you put your soul in the hordes of hell. If you oh big angel sparkle yeah, right there, that's you true. like that one? Yeah. If you judge righteously, you put yourself in Joel's army. Joel, who's Joel? The prophet, the prophet that wrote about this generation in which hell will be consumed by a people saturated in Messiah's wine garments. Genesis one says the Messiah, whose spirit broods over the chaos. It alludes to the very garments of Jesus Christ, washed in wine every day, covering the nations. Who's drinking Messiah's garments, doing Messiah's works? Who's drinking demons' garments, doing demonic works? You know, there's nothing in between. It's just, are you demonically cabaled, or are you righteously cabaled, which means instructed by angels? Every single one of you from birth is instructed. That baby's instructed to cry. It's true. 
You might not think so. You might have some natural explanation. But there is always a spiritual explanation behind every single thing on earth. 100% of the time. Baby test- my baby testimony as a baby. My first memory in this world uh, was being inside of a crib. And, you know, my mom put me in there and left. And it was dark. And I was surrounded by demons. And I was crying because of the demons. And because I felt alone and abandoned in a room. Like, what kind of mother leaves her child alone in the dark, surrounded by demons? Like the labyrinth. Yeah, exactly, like that. So I was crying because, you know, can't communicate, can't speak English, yet what do I do? Cry. But, you know. Babe with the power. So, but. Power of voodoo, you do. We got power song of the again. babe. I would probably get copyright started. I'd listen to After the Bar. Glory. So good. Uh, but yeah, so don't leave your babies in the dark surrounded by demons, probably. Like, if you're a spiritual... Now, those are out-of-court Christians. Can I get an amen? Amen. So I was like, oh, my... It's not so much about emotionally comforting my bond with my child. That's yeah, family idolatry and that's disgusting. We dropped our kids off at the daycare of Satan's hell. You're that's, a terrible parent. So, but on the plus side, the Holy Spirit came out of my belly like a dark cloud and scared them off went like a little cloud and they went gone and then turned in like a nice and then looked at me with compassion care and wrapped me like a little blanket i'll tell you the truth when it when an embryo whose spirit comes in and is formed with a heart Mm -hmm. and ears around that little spirit they have a great big spirit the demons can see the size of the spirit in utero so they know if the person would be great or the person will not be the spirit comes in and then the embryo, the flesh, and the blood, the DNA of the mother and father is formed around the spirit first. Scientists have discovered when a person's conceived in the mother's womb, there's a flash of light. They can't explain it. There's a bang mm-hmm. in of light, of literal light, inside the womb of everyone when they're conceived. Scientists have no mm. explanation for it. That's when your spirit came down from the path of lightnings and was put inside the center of human flesh. They say the brighter the flash, the more viable the egg. Mm-hmm. And now that's from that a science spirit, website. <laughs> you, so your spirit at that point can be beating up Ooh. demons from the belly. It's true. Mm-hmm. You, that spirit that comes down from God can destroy the works of hell straight from the belly. That's how Jesus and John the Baptist rolled. Truth, anyhow. In the story of Abraham in the book of Jasher, which is total scripture it was the story of abraham's birth and all the stars came and they ate these other stars and nimrod sorcerers were so freaked out because they knew nimrod will be conquered by another man that was born that day they could read the stars accurately and tell that abraham a child that was born that day was about to devour the whole kingdom of hell Mm -hmm. and so what they did abraham they put him in the fiery furnace You know, Nimrod put Abraham in the furnace long before Daniel in Babylon. 1,500 years before Daniel in Babylon, Abraham was in Nimrod's furnace. And Jesus Christ saved him back then. And then after Abraham was delivered, that's how he got his Abrahamic 300. Those were all soldiers from Nimrod's army. When they saw the righteousness of Abraham burning in the furnace, tested in the furnace, tried in the furnace of affliction, Mm -hmm. in the furnace of all the sorceries of Nimrod and those necromancers of bone magic, 
And when he passed those tests, because he stood with Yadevave, maker of heaven and earth, the men of Nimrod's camp that saw that Abraham was greater Nimrod followed him willingly and became his soldiers that formed the Abrahamic kingdom that we still have to this day. Truth in Yeah, they said, that's a man that I could follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nimrod hasn't killed him. The favor of God is there. The furnace of affliction hasn't taken him down. That's somebody I could follow much better than this Nimrod <laughs> dimwit. Someone had to conquer sorcery. Without the conquering of witchcraft, no one really ever believes or follows Jesus. Mostly what you have down here in the dust of the earth that people call Christianity is total bewitchment. Oh, that's your personal opinion? No, that's scripture, that's Torah. Galatians chapter 3 says, Having begun in the born-again spirit above, where's above? The whole apostolic doctrine of Torah, moon, sun, and stars, Genesis 1, above dimension, where the angels are, having begun in that dimension, trying to finish in the below dimension. Now, mostly you only ever had the below dimension, and so it's like just buried in as much witchcraft, potent sorcery of Babylon the Great, the Tower of Babel, and all of Nimrod's sorceries that is humanly possible. And that's why it's hard for a lot of you people to understand and practice what we're teaching you. Because you're in denial of how buried in sorcery of Babylon the Great you actually are. But I tell you, it's the truth anyhow. And if you cling to Torah, you can cut your way through your own heart all the way up and out to the moon. Mm. And if you don't, you'll be terminated forever into hell with Satan and his angels. Because I'm not going to lie to you. If you don't rise from the dead in this generation called the children of the resurrection, you go the way of the devil. And it won't be through ignorance. It won't be, oh God, so unfair. It'll be through your choice in self-condemnation. I need you to know that because my hands are clean of all nations. I have told you the truth accurately from heavenly Jerusalem so that you can be delivered from the punishment that's going to come upon the earth in these hours. And it will begin first in Christianity. It will, because they invoke the name of Jesus as worship, and yet they have no circumcisions, and they're not Jews. Romans 2, they've rejected all the inheritance of Messiah. To practice an outward form below, to look good in people's eyes, what kind of nonsense is that? Like total self-righteousness of the fallen angels. That's the standard right now in America in the Laodicean Church, 7th Church of Revelation, is only externalism. People don't even look at the heart. You know how it is. I've been broadcasting online since 2008 by the millions. One in ten million is ever accurate when they tune in and listen. They usually say, oh my god, he's wearing sunglasses. Oh my god, look at the hat. It's so weird. No one's spiritual these days. They're all bewitched. When and You understand in the book of Acts, that was bizarre if you couldn't see the heart. Mm-hmm. You remember this, the sorcerers, Bar, Simon Bar-Jesus, who's judging outwardly? They were the weird ones. Now in these days of whoredom, anyone who has circumcisions of heart is called a cult leader. It's called every name in the book attacked by their grandma who's just spitting at us. I walk by these Pentecostal grandmas. They literally contort their faces and spit on the ground. 
totally demon-possessed. Oh, but they're praying. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. They're just so deceived. This was not the gospel. You know how it is out there. That's hell. It's self-righteous hell. The Tower of Babel has done it, and no one can say, I'm innocent. You're not innocent. You have practiced witchcraft. You have practiced sorcery. You have practiced bone necromancery. You have augured and been augured by the birds, beasts, and reptiles of Romans chapter 1 in these days. It's like judging the homosexuals with a religious demon in your face. So it's like they're possessed with the frog image, and you're possessed with the reptilian snake of religion in your countenance. It's like hell against hell. If I drive out demons, who do your rabbis drive them out, Jesus Christ said? You understand that whole system is hell. When you come into the kingdom, it's living water, Torah, obliterating all religious spirits, learning how to live by God's word in God's glory. Now the measurements are Shekinah from the heart. We go from one degree of glory to a greater degree of glory. That's called the fulfillment of Moses in the Lamb of God and the Twelve Apostles, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. That is the new covenant. I have almost never in my life, even in the glory stream, been around believers who have that standard of measurement in true judgment. It doesn't exist out here. Why? This is Babylon the Great, people. This is hell and the abilities of hell. And once you awaken to it, I tell you the truth, there is a small remnant that is fighting against it. It's very small. And they're a very peculiar people. And it's not about them being right, we being wrong, you're better than me. It's not about any of that. It's about Torah becoming the very person of the heart. I labor amongst you tirelessly until Jesus Christ, Torah, Word of God, is fully formed in you. Outside, in my brain, brother, where I can recite doctrine, quote scripture like a frickin' parrot? Any good is that going to do? Only if it's written on the Spirit by angels is the covenant even received by the believer. Which means at any point you try to do it in your own strength without relying on God, you forfeit the ability of God and cling to the human being, which is the grave clothes. Clinging to the grave clothes, clinging to the dust of the earth, clinging to the human being, clinging to the reptiles, clinging to the birds of the air. Birds of the air, ziz, reptiles, and the marine spirits. It's Leviathan, Behemoth, and ziz. The three territories of the incarceration of the human being on earth, all of it hell, slaughtered by one thing only. The Torah of Yadavave, Jesus Christ, the word of God, living, active, energized, able to set you free in every word. If you open your hearts and bring your hearts out, present it to the altar of the Holy Spirit's fire today and allow it to be peeled like an apple. Allow your heart to be peeled like an orange peel, peeled like a banana, peeled like fruit that you're willing to give to Yade Vave, and you'll find all kinds of perversions and self-righteousness around the heart. You know what's interesting about orange? Let him go. You were a kid and you tried to bite the orange peel, try to eat it a little bit. Ugh. Bitter. Oh. Nasty. Or the mango peel. There is some fruit whose peels are so disgusting, it's like practically poison. 
You have to cut it off to get to the edible, delicious、mm-hmm. part in the center. So it is with all believers' hearts. Amen. And then, as soon as they get past the orange peel, like, oh god, that's gross. Not gonna try to eat that again. And then, all right, delicious orange. But guess what? There's all you know, like the white stuff all around the fruit. And if it's kind of like a worse fruit, it has like a ton of like the white bitter stuff around it, and you have to like meticulously like peel away. They're just like, oh my gosh, this stuff is horrible. If there's like a tiny bit in there, it's just like,、mm, you like know, the chunks of bitterness. A kiwi fruit. I love kiwi. But yeah, but you get you're not gonna eat the peel. I tried one time. It is disgusting. It disgusting. Might as well eat camel hair. <laughs> That's what I thought it tastes like. Lick your car seat. <laughs> That's what I imagined when I was a kid. Like it reminded me of camels, actually. <laughs> That's a great example. Kiwi is one of the most delicious fruits in the world, but the peel is one of the most disgusting things you could ever eat. Might as well eat nasty caterpillar. Don't make fun of me for trying to eat fruit, nasty fruit peels. My brother had it much worse. I'm gonna throw him under the bus today. I'll tell you. <laughs> I got a theological explanation for that dead、yeah. human DNA. Amen. They'll be eating crap. They'll be eating worms. <laughs> yeah, They'll be crawling、that. around in their bellies. They come in, look like they just rolled in a, a pig farm. We were kids. My brother tried to eat poop out in the front yard. I remember I was standing on the That's deck. That's what happened. I saw him. We we're outside. I saw. I was looking at him. I eat kiwi. Explains a lot. I was looking at him. We saw the front yard, and all of a sudden, you know, the parents are like trying to film him being like, you know, the star child, and all of a sudden, you know. This is what you talk about in the women's group. I don't know if I shared this with them yet or not. Did I share this with you girls? Good morning, ladies.、Um, Good morning. Did you know that I eat crap? No, that was my brother. I、oh. ate fruit skins. I、okay. tried to eat a fruit skin and a dead leaf one time. Well, that's not much of a test. And clover,、either. and you know the little lemon clover, like the little and the little and then the little purple flowers. I ate alpo dog chow. I thought it was delicious. My parents thought it was crazy. I tried to eat one little piece of cat food. I didn't think、man. it was very good. I tried it again when I was like twelve. I'm like, man, I was crazy as a little toddler. Yeah, that's disgusting. So, So I go out there, and there's like you know the star child, the good child out there, the the firstborn, you know the son of the family. We're proud, trying to take video of him doing whatever crap he's doing in the front yard. I'm thinking they're like, yeah, I don't know what's going、don't、on here. Eat the turd. And he looks over there, and they're really excited to film him, you know, doing whatever he's doing in the front yard. And then all of a sudden, he exclaims and points, Tootsie Roll. And then the horror, the camera almost fell. They were just like, "No, no!" And they were like yelling his name, and I'm thinking like, "What an idiot!" And he's、That's、like two he years、worms. older than me. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. It's good times, but. I always、Kids、think of that. Kids eat crap all the time. Oh, well, and that's and you know it's funny because. Oh, baby, because... scoop his diapers. Be like.、Argh. But then that's what they serve at charismatic pagan churches, and then everyone thinks it's normal. You're just like, can we just like make eating turds not okay? You be changing their diapers, and they just pee right on your face. Yeah. Like, good morning. <laughs> that's how you know they're demon possessed. <laughs> yeah, drive. Or it could be、out. the Holy Ghost and the baby through the into the demon possessed parent. Like the Lord rebuke you, Satan. That could happen. <laughs> This is my punishment. You can't eat. Okay, calm down. <sighs> Step one: stop eating Dookie. Amen. Yeah, that's the principle. Even a good、time. parent would be like, no, no, don't, don't eat it, don't put that in your mouth. But then you go to charismatic pagan religion, and they serve up demon feces every Sunday, on the dot, right on time. 
week after week, and everyone acts like it's normal. They're like, here, eat this shit. <laughs> My doghouse is the best dookie in town. <laughs> we only put a little, we only sprinkle feces. The most of it's and truth. Like, That's so blasphemous. <laughs> No, it's the truth anyhow. It's called the physical invisible world. It literally, if you anyone not smell, eating on the mountain is literally eating demonic feces and demonic urine in true. the guise of Christian teaching, and that's why they're so augured. Right. That's why there's just nothing there. You talk to them and just like demons flying out of them. Don't eat poop so you don't get augured. Make sure you put that in your notes. You eat Funny the devil's butt. You end up in a terrible rut. <laughs> Type that in the comments. Somebody's going to set free today. We can mm. send you the honorary RLM freshman. When you drink the demon's pee, it'll make you bend your knee to a flea. Ooh, that's good. You can only write that down. That needs to be a poster. Like a dog flu. Put like that in your kids' parasites. post. Put in your kids' room for a poster, just to remind them not to bow to Satan. We do not eat feces in this house. Amen. Well, it seems like it should be obvious, but but it's not. Why? It's not. People... Anytime you're eating and drinking Christian teaching, okay, always Christian teaching in the valley. It's always urine and feces. Mm -hmm. The only true food comes on the mountain. At this point, 30 years later, hopefully the overcomers understand the Final Quest series. Hopefully you have those foundations of the Final Quest series by Rick Joyner. And if you don't, you're lost. The prophets have been speaking for 50 years. You're going to have to understand what they've been saying. Otherwise, you just come right to us. And we sound like crazy people, but there were crazier people before us called the prophets of the last generation. And they discipled us in the prophetic, passed the baton to us, and they're all dead now. So if we sound wild and far out, it's because you have no prophetic foundations. Stop judging us. Go back and get prophetic foundations, because if you're not prophetic, you'll have no grid to digest scripture. It's the prophetic word that the angels write on the spirit. If it's dead letter, you'll never come alive because you won't allow your heart to change by receiving the word. Engaging in Torah is a prophetic act. Reading the word is allowing those words to come through angels and write it into your spirit. Angels 100% of the time. Angels 100% of the time. You can't gain one sliver of increase of God's divine nature, Christ in you, except through angels. They're the mediaries. Without angels, you can't inherit salvation. Hebrews says, an angel was there the day you first believed in Jesus. They often sit around the rest of your life and you never do anything with it. That's been how it's been in Babylon the Great. It is die in the dust. I was there in the conversion. So I have legal right to take their spirit when they end up a dead bag of bones through the path of lightnings, ten worlds, to give it to God's kingdom and present them before the Lamb of God. You have died with fire insurance. Why doesn't anyone do anything with it when they're first born again? The teaching has been horrible. Horrible. 
The preaching has been horrible. The standard has you know been what? so low. This is a great example. Everyone knows right now. Truth anyhow. If you get a, a decent variety of nutrients. And, you know, when it, when there's... Um, let's talk about, like, child development stages. Right? As a mother and as a father, imagine if, if you have children or even if you just know people who've had kids, you've been in a family, or you even just have general common sense knowledge about this. They'll do research to find out what is the optimal nutrition for my baby. When they hit this age, what is going to help them? When is it too soon to give them solid food? Will they potentially choke on it and die? So you don't give it to them until that age, mm. specifically. Because why? Because you don't want them to die and choke on it, and it's just common sense, or you've done the research and you, you know. Don't waste an A5 Japanese steak on Yeah, it. it's pointless. You want to get them the little pea... Those nasty the green, little the sharp pea, teeth that have been biting like, you. Fastest the, the thing in the world. The mushy green peas, kind of hand. baby food, the little mushy fruits and vegetables. You give them that. And, uh, <laughs> baby teeth. And then, yeah, they get their teeth, and then they can maybe chew on something, and then they're crying a lot more. And uh, so, but No baby you, teeth in heaven, Buckwheat. Right. But you then when they... baby teeth. They can get... Old, when they're old enough, it's not even mushy, mushed up fruits and vegetables. Then they could actually have actual pieces of fruit. A little bit... Oh, right, their first little blueberry. Nice little soft... Something soft. Not too... All they got is gums. Put us some little right. dentures in there so you eat a steak. <laughs> but remember, teeth represent wisdom and understanding. So until the wisdom and understanding is there, they're not going to be able to eat that kind of nutrient. Right? So you give them, you know, they grow up a little bit, you give them softer veggies, and eventually when they have their teeth, you can give them vegetables, fruits, little pieces of meat, little tiny pieces of meat cut up to a nice little size, not too much, just a little bit at a time. Just dump the Cheerios in front of them. And mom is in total control of it. Yeah, well, there's that too. <laughs> That's the manifest. You can have as much Cheerios as you want, baby. Here you go. <laughs> Mana everywhere! Honey nut Cheerio, just throw them to the dogs and throw them... You know, I used to do that. That's what I used to do with my parents told me. Oh, it would okay. be my high chair. Just keep me a safe They distance. gave me the honey nut Cheerios. I would rejoice and throw them. I would eat them. I would throw them to the dogs. <laughs> My brother's son, a little cutie. Oh, he's cute, yeah. But he is a madman when he eats. He's cool. got basically the full armor of God on. He gets his little chair. He's got his little tools. He's got a bib that catches <laughs> half of it. Yeah. And this whole platter like in front of him, and they just dump it in front of him. And then it's just like... Yeah, actually, I try to like space. My brother away, warned me, like, don't sit, away sit even close. within like ten feet of him. Because you know he doesn't. He doesn't want to pay for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, he's, he's, like, he's cute, fifteen feet away. Yeah. Amen. That's how it is, isn't it? You gotta get the hazmat suit to even hold that baby. <laughs> he's come a long way, though. He has much better manners now. Just hose him down. Will it be okay if we just hose him down? I think he did it for attention, as just a little sinner. Yeah, he's a little sinner. A little he baby sometimes. sinners. Yeah. Just flying that around, see how much he can get away with. Babies have a full spirit in there, so they're often testing their parents to see what they can get away with. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know that baby was testing me. Satan. That's what I tell I know this baby <laughs> testing me today. 
You're going into English manners school at six months old. You better be pouring tea like Buckingham Palace, little buckwheat. Gold with little bows on it. You're like five months old. (laughs) I think he's ready for the scourging of (laughs) Buck. People watch you and be like, "You don't know. You don't have kids. We have lots of kids. Here's some of them. You're still pooping your diapers." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to help raise a lot of kids before I grew up. But anyway, and we're know. changing every day. New garments, new hallelujah. diapers every day. Hallelujah! Get the stains <laughs> out. We got bleach for that. Don't feed your baby. We're bleach. Not out here building shelters, dog houses. Peter, James, and John. We're building the great temple on going? sun, moon, and stars. Where are we going with the nutrition guide? Oh yeah, that's what we we're talking about. So, after the baby grows up and they become a toddler, you have a different diet for them. You don't feed them. You might give them mac and cheese. But probably not for every meal every day. You don't give them chicken nuggets or Mickey D's every meal every day. Why? Because you love that baby. You're not trying to kill him. But more specifically, you never said, all right, honey, we're going to have these nice feces from the front yard. Mm. And the nice mailman left these here. And, you know, we went to our local church and here's this fecal matter and urine. There's the, you know, we know this is the truth. This is what they taught us. You would think that's insane. They call that Sunday school. And then if you said, well, we're only, we, it's not bad. We only feed our baby a little bit of poop. Just a little bit. Not too much. Just a little. That no. I mean, that's retarded. Like, you would say, okay, first of all, you've lost your mind. First we're not all, friends anymore. And stay the heck away from awesome. my kids. Right? But we're moving on into the heavens. So then when you're coming out of the valley and those kind of teachings, you're like, Let's get away from the poop. Get away from the dog poop. I don't want you feeding my kids poop. I'm not eating poop. We're just going to stay away from it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to touch it. Keep that away. I'm not subscribed to it on YouTube. I'm not reminiscing about the days that we used to roll around in it. That's the past. That's behind us. You would go on to grow your own spirit on a healthy diet of what fruits, vegetables, grains, Mm. healthy meats... Lean meats, man, lifting sapphire stone weights over here. Give me a cosmic. The most important thing is keeping that child <laughs> hydrated. Yeah, hydration, salvation. <laughs> Sir, do you have time to talk about mitochondrial health? Mitochondrial. Your mitochondrial mm. health. Oh, yes, I think I do. Hydration, salvation. As long as it's not about so- something I have to sacrifice in my heart, personality, or my convenience. Yes. <laughs> Improve my life with something you got. If your baby wasn't drinking water, you'd be like, okay, you know, honey, make sure you're drinking water. Drink enough water. We'd tell your kids, make sure you they stay hydrated. Oh, they're out in the sun too long. Uh, Make sure you stay hydrated, right? Because you care. But why is it that it's become normal and commonplace for demonic feces and urine to be served as edible uh, consumption? Demons run the churches, that's why. Right. Because the, the bread that you eat is full of the leaven, which is the teaching. Jesus taught on the leaven as the teaching of the Pharisees. He said, mm. beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood he was talking about their teaching. So whatever the teaching is, that's the leaven. Now, when we're talking about the invisible physical realm, it's an actual physical substance. That's why when your senses awaken, as you grow your spirit and you're not seared in your senses and your conscience from iniquity anymore, you can see in the spirit. You can smell. 
that's the difference between just in your own imagination, serving your own imaginary God, serving yourself or serving demons as your own God in delusion and the physical invisible realm. We've talked about this again and again, but people are starting to understand there's the physical visible realm and the physical invisible realms. So it's not about just, well, that's just your opinion and ideas and da da da. If that's literal feces you're like, eating. That's the weirdest interpretation of the Bible I've ever heard. That's the evidence you're totally coming out of hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. And speaking of which. Oh, praise God. Heavy any... as usual. <laughs> Light and easy for the circumcised. <laughs> Heavy and hard and impossible for the demonized. You know, the gospel is impossible for demons to be saved. Often the offense is because the demon inside you says, I can't do that. That's too hard. That's Mm. too different. That's so far out from my current belief systems. As soon as you receive the sword, it cuts that thing out and you're closer to God 100% of the time. You have to do that like 80 times as you rise from glory to glory on the rungs. Starting with the center of your spirit right here today in the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. We did. You will too. There's never been a disciple in the New Testament that gets just a free pass. Oh, wow, you went through this school, that school, you're Bill Johnson's grandson, you get a free pass to the moon, Buckwheat. No, you'll have to start in the center of the earth. Journey from the center of the earth one hundred percent of the time i thought i'm from above and not below you have to take your below realm into the above realm the fact that you have access to the holy spirit that comes down from above is your power in the word of god to rise from the dead second uh what is this philippians three eleven. let's read it let's read it amplified classic if you guys want a good study bible the AMPC is the best. For the rest, my brethren, delight yourselves in Yarevave, and continue to rejoice that you are in him, to keep writing to you over and over of the same things is not irksome to me, and it is a precaution for your safety to hit you with the foundations of Christianity, the mountain of the Lord, every day, so that you stay on the mountain and don't stray into the sand and get devoured by snakes, is what Paul's saying. Look, but make sure you look out for those dogs, Judaizers, legalists, heretical Christians. Look out for those mischief makers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we Christians are the true circumcision. So you don't have a lot of that today, 2,000 years later, back then you did, trying to bring them into an external circumcision instead of the circumcision of the heart, which is bring them back into the old covenant when we're in the new covenant. Today you have people just only external teaching. So instead of just mutilating your flesh and coming in with physical knives and chopping off all the men's penises in churches, which is what they did here, they would just teach you with swords of demons, teachings of demons, and mutilate you externally with demons, which is what happened to everyone. For we Christians are the true circumcision, who worship Yadavave in spirit and by the spirit of Yadhe Vave, God. 
and exult and glory, Shekinah, and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ, and put no confidence or dependence on what we are in the flesh and on outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. Though for myself I have at least grounds to rely on the flesh, if any other man considers that he has or seems to have reason to rely on the flesh and his physical and outward advantages, I have still more. Philippians 3 verse 5, Amplified Classic. Circumcised. When I was eight days old of the race of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew, and the son of Hebrews. As to the observance of the law, I was of the party of the Pharisees. Mm. As to my zeal, I was a persecutor of the church. And by the law's standard of righteousness, supposed justice, uprightness, and right standing with God, I was proven to be blameless and no fault was found with me. But whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. What does he say? Everything external. All of it. He's a millionaire, by the way. A Pharisee is a millionaire in the first century. He was the highest level education, highest level job, top tier, Fortune 500 CEO reality. Truth anyhow. Study church history. That's what a Pharisee was in the first century. He says, I count it all as a loss. Just that whole demonic system was hell. Furthermore, I count everything as lost compared to the possession of the priceless privilege, the overwhelming preciousness, the surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, and progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him of perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more fully and more clearly. For his sake, I have lost everything and consider it all to be mere rubbish, refuse, dregs, Greek word, shit. That's what it says in Greek. Shit. In order that I may win, gain Christ, the anointed one, that I may actually be found and known as in him, not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own based on my obedience to the law's demands ritualistic uprightness and supposed right standing with Yadevave thus acquired but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ the anointed one the truly right standing with Yadevave which comes from Yadevave by saving faith for my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly, that I may in that same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers, and that I may so share his sufferings as to be continuously metamorphosized, transformed in spirit 
into his likeness, even in his death, in the hope that if possible, I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead, even while in the body. Amen? Amen. Amen. Wow. Philippians 3, 1 through 11, Amplified Classic. Let that be inscribed in your heart tonight. Because the whole verse and every verse there and the whole chapter there is about coming out of earthly religion and obtaining a resurrection mindset of the above dimension of holy angels in the angelic spheres. What mainly keeps you down and dead and in the dirt and in the dust is your human religions, one of which is Christianity of the devil. The Christian demons are serious, guys. Most of hell is set aside to be Christian demons. Do you realize that yet? The majority of hell is trained to be Christian demons, just like it was in the Old Testament. They trained hell to be Jewish demons. Now, a lot of people are encountering God in the New Covenant. Therefore, the only possible way to deceive most people is to come in the guise of the current covenant. Obviously, most of hell is going to be Christian demons. And that is so obvious mm -hmm. once you begin to ascend the rungs. But when you're down in the dirt and the dust and these snakes are hanging from your brain and they're crawling through your senses and they're in your heart, you're like, oh, no, these are angels. These are, this is good doctrine, brother. Mm -hmm. I'm a good person. Look at me. I've changed my life. You're, you got 50 snakes hanging from you. Right. You haven't changed nothing. Circumcise your heart. Be filled with the Torah of Yadavave. Then, when Christ is formed in you, you become Messianic, which is the word Christian. Nowadays, it's not even Christianity. What is it to be Christian? It means to have Christ in you. You say that stuff at church nowadays, they look at you, they'll cast, they'll cast you out of the, the church. They'll call the cops on you. This person says he's Jesus. He doesn't give the glory to God. Give the glory to God. God comes into your heart, you uncircumcised Philistines. Where do you think Christ dwells? In the temple of the Holy Ghost. The fact that your doctrine doesn't even make room to be a temple of Yadevave on the inside shows you don't even have... Christianity. You have paganism, external religion in the guise of the covenant religion. Your whole Christianity is all demons. Truth anyhow. And we are mad at the demons because only in being mad and angry and violent and murderous towards demons will you ever set the captives free. They came in as warriors to liberate Israel in the days of King David. Who were the champions? Every one of them soldiers. What does Paul say to Timothy? Fight like good Christian soldiers, not with weapons of carnal swords, machine guns. Don't be an idiot with the weapons of Torah, with the sword of the spirit, the word of God, the weapons of true faith in Christ getting formed in you, cutting away the foreskins of the heart to become cosmic Jews of the inheritance of Israel, Isaac, Abraham inheriting the ability of the rungs of the angels 
So you don't have the sorcerer class out there ruling over the nations while Christians are in their dog houses complaining about it. If we just have enough prayer down here in the dirt and the dust, maybe we can change the sorcerers up on the sun, moon, and stars. You're insane! Until you ascend, they'll make your life worse. They'll make you build more bricks for less money, just like Biden has done to you. And this is the reason why, guys. is because the Christians refuse to rise, just like they did in the Exodus of Moses. We're staying in Egypt. You know what Egypt is in the New Covenant? Earth! We're staying in the dirt. We're staying in the dust. Brandon and Rebecca are crazy teaching on the rungs of sapphire stones. We don't need all that. You know what you're going to have in the dirt and dust? More work, less pay. You know what's going to happen if you go up on the rungs, moon, sun, and stars of real Torah, cosmic Israel, book of Revelation realities? Less work, more pay. So what do you want? Heaven or hell today? You need the circumcisions so that you have legitimacy before the angels. Satan is coming. He has nothing in me. Why? Fully circumcised. Circumcised how high? All ten weeks. Jesus Christ, Garden of Gethsemane. Otherwise, he's not the spotless lamb. He went in with a yachita, with ten weeks perfect, sacrificing all of it on the cross so that we can rise and become the children of the resurrection through the same path of lightnings that's been scripture for 4,000 years called First Enoch that describes to you living cosmic, living in the heavens, living on the sun, living on the moon, living on the stars. Nowadays, Christians are so bewitched of Jezebel, they reject First Enoch and say, that's Kabbalah. It is Kabbalah. You're cabaled right now by the religious demon, you hypocrite. Truth anyhow. How about you get cabaled by Gabriel like Mary? How about you get cabaled like John on Patmos, the apostle of the Lamb, who received instruction from the angel? That's what Kabbalah is. Everyone's cabaled in the whole world. You might as well get cabaled by the living God instead of Satan. Come on. Amen. Amen. I think it's about <laughs> picture time. Boom. Picture time. Story time now. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. The end. Okay, bye. Please all right, good me. night. <laughs> thank you for furnishing Shadrach's new house. Thank you, thank you. How much did we raise? Enough for Mary and a little lamb. In a penthouse. <laughs> what, what? It raised 4,000, isn't that cool? In the opulence of yep. heaven glory. Amen. Thank you for that. Wonderful. Amazing. That's going to be one of the nicest houses now in Nairobi. Bless Amen. his heart. As it he deserves be. it. Yep. All right. You just let that image imprint on your mind, and you could just file that under the long-term memory storage under hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Get a get a long-term vision, a short-term vision. That's it's good. really looking at a cosmic Jewish messianic DNA. This is God the Father's genetics through the Messiah Jesus Christ. This is his flesh and blood. What the Kabbalah rings look like the Sephirot. It's DNA strands of God's own genetics. That's why it looks like that. 
and I think as we're looking at these oh yeah a quick review on this one there was a, a scribal error on the keep some of the keyboards it is the traditional order of the alphabet some of them are off a little bit but it is you know the proper key order so you can just make that in your notes if you're trying to make music uh, just if it's going to be from the perspective of a song going up to the father you're singing to him or it's about the people singing to him you'll start with uh, that middle C and as you're going to the right on the keyboard that will be up like an ascension song going up and if it's a song that you're getting downloaded from heaven that's about the angels coming down or the father's perspective singing over your life or something of that matter you'll just start it um, from you know whatever that C is that you're starting on and it'll go down the sapphire stones okay Song of Moses and the Lamb. If you weren't here for that one, Song of Moses, Isaiah through Absolute, and then the Song of the Lamb, Adam, Cadmon, and beyond, to infinity and beyond. All right. Getting into those high places. Oh, this is what I wanted to have up here to illustrate some of your points today. Mm-hmm. These two kingdoms we've talked about, there's a kingdom on the left, a kingdom on the right. Then you have the valley down below. What we wanted to talk about a little bit today is that in the valley, it's dust. Under the earth, the dirt, and the dust of Malkut of Isaiah. So that valley of decision, that's dust. And the black sephirah of Satan, those uh, uncircumcision, the uncircumcision, that is, if you think of planets covered in dust, right, the earth, dirt, dust, what is a star or a sapphire stone polished and cut perfect, it's going to be without the uncircumcision. So if that's dust there all the way up on the left-hand side, and all the way down to the valley, dust. Whose kingdom is really all that Christian activity in the valley? Whose kingdom mainly is actually operating? I mean, look at the fruit. Eating, duking. Serpentine. Um, being augured by demons and sorcerers. Sometimes being influenced by the holy angels. Just to be aware of whose kingdom that is. When Jesus Christ said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. The Hebrew word for that is Malkut. The sapphire stone, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Sapphire stone represents revelation. What is it? Revelation of the word. The word written on sapphire stones. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was originally the Torah that he gave Moses, and they had the golden calf idolatry going on. He smashes the tablets that were written by the hand of God. And then they get an inferior set after that. Mm. 
They drank that first set into their DNA. Mm. That's how the Jews have all the inheritance because they drank the Ten Commandments. You read Torah, Jewish Hebrew DNA and Jewish bloodlines, Moses forced them to drink the cosmic gospel. It killed them all, but their children had it in them to live for God. <laughs> Trisanea. All right. It's just good to be aware of the way things actually work in the world, and you can start to see and understand why the problems are the way they are. Good people trying to be decent people, trying to be good people, just trying to be good Christians. But they're still eating feces and urine, covered in the dust of the earth, being augured. That's why when you start to wake up and you start to head toward the sapphire stones, they all manifest what? Demons. You've seen it. Why were they in NPC mode until you started to get freedom? Because you triggered a demonic alarm. NPC mode means you're just in the, the Nile River, the blood of the Nile. That's every unclean thing in the nefesh, which is in the blood. And that blood is like that matrix where if you're connected to it, at any point you could be influenced by the demonic. And you'll think it's just your own, your own emotions, your own opinions, your own thoughts, your own feelings, reasonings why you should feel so upset. But it's really behind the scenes if you pull back the veil. It's really the sorcerer, the sorcerers and the demons calling the shots in your life, in your community's life, in the family's life until you get unplugged from the matrix and plugged in to the sapphire stones of Jesus Christ. And if it angers you when you think about how they might have used you or your family members or how they've just kind of pulled the cover over people's eyes let it make you angry that's fine to be angry about it it's mm -hmm. horrifying it's so horrible it's a good reaction so you can the good news is you can do something about it you can hightail it on over there to the sapphire stones and get the circumcision and just keep in mind whatever opposition you face if you just remain steadfast and you've already made up your mind, this is what you're going to do, nothing can stop you. Your own worst enemy is usually yourself. So if you can overcome that and say, you know what, I know that I'm not going to like that first couple of those first couple of circumcisions. <laughs> Even if it's going to irritate the crap out of my pride, fine, that's fine. We're just, let's get, rip the band-aid off. You can be that person. Just just rip the band-aid off. Let's just go. And let's just do it. I don't have anything else to do. I've made up my mind. That's it. I'm all in. I put all my chips in one basket, and that's Jesus Christ. Mm. That's a good bet. And uh, go up. Now, when those people and their mouths are still full of poop, and they don't 
see. You have compassion on them, but don't let that compassion turn you to false love to say, oh, I need to go back down and save them. That's just or water an it enemy down trap. and not burn up their manure pile. That's what they often try to do is yep. calm you down so you don't burn them up because mm -hmm. everything in their life is a total lie. Isn't that a little extreme? Mm. Or don't you have to explain? You don't. Here's the thing: you don't have to explain anything to them. Mm -mm. That's just demons augering them. You don't have oh anyone any explanations. You can tell them the truth, and then that's it. No debates. Don't even debate with them. No arguments. If that's a demon on the phone calling you, calling up your phone, you don't have to answer. Blocked. The best way that you can help anyone who's stuck in there, here's the thing, if you just go in them, you've been enlightened, God gave you revelation. You see. You know what's going on. You can't force them to see. They're demon-possessed. That's right. The only way to help people to see is kill the demons, uproot the structure of deceit, pummel the leaders of the enemy army. Mm -hmm. You ever notice in battle, as soon as you take down the the leader, the captain or whatever, they scatter. They start to scatter. Mm. Goliath and the Philistines. Yeah. They didn't have to take out every Philistine. They've had to take out Goliath. Mm -hmm. And then they lost all their hope because their strong men were taken down. But how are you as a tiny baby spirit that's mostly eaten feces and drank urine and you're just waking up and you're like, oh God, it's disgusting. Get away from me. I can't even tell what's what because my, I can't smell it. I can't tell the taste of it because I'm totally seared in my conscience and my senses and my spirit. Get the circumcisions. Follow in the tracks of the people who are walking in cosmic righteousness. Get aligned. Receive the teachings even before you have the full understanding of it and just start walking in it. Mm -hmm. Then your understanding will open. The iniquity is coming out. You're going to start seeing, smelling, hearing. It gets to the point when you're circumcised that you can literally smell the fecal matter if it's around if it's on you can smell it and you can smell the angels too you can smell the angels we smell the angels more than we do demons mm -hmm. but why i'm highlighting this particular part is it takes away all the debate in your mind of well is it sort of good and they have some good points is it dookie or is it not it's simple as that like you wouldn't look at a plate full of 99% French couture, French mm -hmm. haute cuisine, but they said we did use, you know, we did use some feces, a little, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> You'd be like, oh God, the whole thing the is ruined. I wouldn't touch that. Three Michelin star crap. <laughs> yeah, literal. You would never do that, but for some reason, the demons have people deceived and thinking, well, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I would say just step one, don't eat any dookie. Just where I put that in your notes. Step one, don't eat any dookie. It's no true. fecal matter. Fecal matter. And practically, 0%. and not in riddle form, that means to only eat food from those on sapphire stones yep. of Jesus Christ who have the circumcisions. If you're eating from other sources that are not from the heavenly Jerusalem, according to the Bible in the mm -hmm. book of Revelation, you are eating fecal matter. Right. So step one, stop eating dookie. True, Zania. Zero percent fecal matter ministries. <laughs> Plus, I mean, people will even go to the world for like business advice and say, man, I get so much favor listening to the CEO shark. Why don't you go to Moses? 
There's never been a businessman like Moses. He looted and plundered an entire nation's gold and silver economy, draining it into zero because it all was given to Israel. You start engaging in Torah, you'll be the best businessman in the universe. Mm -hmm. Amen. Woo. So step one, we have that one down. Everyone has that written down. Even if you think ha ha ha, ho ho ho, put it in your notes. Because it's a good reminder of what it actually is. Because if your senses aren't cleansed or fully formed as your inner man is growing, right? If all you've done is grown your flesh your whole life, you ate, uh, you went and got your education, anytime your body's hungry, you feed it so it doesn't die. What about the inner man of light? Are you eating? Or is if the word that you eat in the Bible is just for you to try to figure it out in your brain, you're not feeding your spirit, you're just dumping it in your brain. So allow that word to go into your mind and then crucify it, let it go down through your heart, cut through your heart, mm -hmm. and right into your belly. And just by faith, or even just ask, ask and you shall receive, ask the Holy Spirit, help me to eat this word right into my spirit. Amen. So it's not for the bone throne of Satan, so it's not for my own witchcraft of my own emotions and charismatic whatever, but to feed my spirit. So you can literally ask that. Uh, there was a time when I was learning how to feed my spirit. I would specifically ask for that. I would ask God directly, and I would try to have as much pure intentions as possible while doing that and asking, and then by faith, believe, ask, and you will receive. So I'm believing, I'm asking God, this is a good thing that I'm asking for. It's something that God's interested in doing in my life. So I know that when I'm asking, he's going to answer. And then I started to learn how to eat. Jesus so. Christ said, I can ask my father and he would send 12 legions of angels. It is written, that's Torah. That means you can ask your father in heaven. If you're in Malkut, you don't have authority over any angel. But you can ask your Father in Heaven to send His angels to put that Word into the center of your soul, mm -hmm. which is your eternal spirit. And from there, your spirit will grow in Shekinah to save your soul. Amen. Amen. Would you be able to do me a favor and read some of the verses on here? Yeah. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you more than all the cattle, and more than all the wild beasts. On your belly you shall crawl, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. <laughs> For although those who are damned and the devils burn with pride, wrath, and hatred one against another, and quarrel and tear one another in hell like dogs, Nevertheless, on earth they must agree among themselves in order that they may establish their kingdom and dominion over men. Woo! Isn't that good? So good. So satisfying exposing all the darkness into the light of the gospel. Mm -hmm. I hate the devil. Amen. Glory. Like dual-wielding lightsaber glory. Holman Christian Standard Bible. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? Matthew 12, 26. 
I'm guessing it won't stand. <laughs> Good news translation. So if one group is fighting another in Satan's kingdom, this means that it is already divided into groups and will soon fall apart. Matthew 12:26. Mm. <laughs> Yummy. And this is a little refresher and uh, righteousness here. That's the Tower of Babel of that kingdom. And then we have the Highway of Holiness. We have the Kingdom of Righteousness on the right. Oh, what just happened? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, it looks like the Tower of Babel has been thrown down. Whoops. Well, global never-ending revival. <laughs> Everyone's so happy about it. Except for everyone who's not My on earthly this. kingdom buying and selling on human souls is ruined. How dare you? Yeah. You had some really good points today about the kingdom of, of Babylon. And then Zion, man, I don't even know. That was powerful. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. That would just whack me so much. We gotta bring back that Tower of Babel picture for that revelation. There's more where that came from, Buckwheat. Yeah. These intensely like high definition graphics. It's like pretty much exactly how it's going to happen, like realistically. <laughs> we'll make some movies in Hollywood with this kind of level of revelation exactly really, i hope they do make really cool movies up. yeah make cool movies yeah make cool movies so we can go enjoy righteousness with a the movie theater oh, with yeah. the popcorn so much shit kind of popcorn while the demons die state of seeing visions the whole time yeah that's how it used to be when they engage in torah that everyone would just visionate in heaven the whole time Amazing. it'll come back just got to obliterate that tower of babel like that yeah but what's interesting is, I don't see any black sun, black moon anymore. <laughs> I don't see Jezebel's Tower is in her own meat grinder at that point. Amen. And uh, so the Babylon the Great is. That's destroyed. what an overcomer actually looks like in these days. That's <laughs> you. That's you. Yeah. That's it a picture of you overcoming. Come on. Uh, yeah, the world is just burning. The fire is really the overflow of what the Holy Spirit did in your hearts to raise you from the dead. And then they threw the old earth into the trash can, even. <laughs> oh, yes. Every real Christian is raised from the dead. That'll become normal. This one is good. Uh, can you read that one too? 10,000. It comes with 10,000 times 10,000 of his holy ones. And he was angry. He was angry with them and bound them until the time of the consummation of their sins. 10,000 years. Mm. Is anyone popping yet? You guys, can you see it? Power of the age to come. So an age in prophecy is a thousand years. So you're going 
thousands of years into the future when you're walking in New Testament word, power of the age to come. Okay, let's look at this one. Oh. Beloved. Oh, Siri doesn't understand. <laughs> I don't... My apologies, please try again. I know you don't understand, Siri. But it's literally the end of everything. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> oh, it just terminated. Did it break it? Yeah, you just turned it off. Wow, it's oh, the divine oh. math. Let's, it's the divine math for the judgment upon the fire and angels. 17. Oh, is that the new iOS? Yeah. You gotta turn Great. Siri off. Great it's features. not a demon. It's okay. just Apple. Siri is a demon. Chill out. <laughs> I know Siri is a demon. And, uh, uh, are you serious? No. She ain't from the kingdom of heaven, that's all I'm oh, saying. Otherwise, she'd guys. treat me better. <laughs> Trying to listen to my house. Audience, Kim, while we fix this. Pray oh, yeah. Make, act like you're taking really good notes or like in a spiritual yeah. ecstatic experience that people want to come. Lights or something. Yeah, and just, you know, pretend no. like you're having a no really good time. <laughs> Act extremely spiritual. <laughs> like, wow, everyone's going to want to be just like us. Those are our models of righteousness. Don't be ridiculous, Andrea. Everyone wants to be like us. <laughs> Top students. Well, I'm pretty excited. Wow. She's been, well, Siri's been acting fine this whole time. It was just when we were talking about the final judgment upon the fallen watchers, which is pretty exciting stuff. Okay. And uh, you want to switch it back here. Okay. Why don't let's go to... Praise God. I think it's pretty exciting. You know how to turn off Siri on there so it doesn't happen again? No, I don't know Siri. Mm -hmm. I never knew here. you. Now getting a little burning like a fire. <laughs> Away from me, Siri. No, I'm just kidding. I might get Allow Siri when locked. Never again. You are... We're banned for life. Siri in the lake of fire. <laughs> Unless they do a better upgrade the on like a smart home of the name someday. of Jesus Christ be on Siri's head. Unless she repents and can... Unless she can do something helpful. Really helpful, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, not. Then we'll welcome her back through repentance. Right, yeah. But for Siri, there is no salvation. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Okay, well, this is the one that blew it out. We've had two different slides that blew stuff out. Okay. It's always prophetic or something spiritual going on around there. Something. Okay. Beloved, do not let this one thing escape your notice. At least you guys woke up and you're paying attention out there. A little bloopers always helps. Yeah. <laughs> With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. Whoa, is it saying something else? Just say not now. Not now. Okay. Not oh. today, Satan. Not today, Satan. No, it's like, click the not today. Do you agree to all the terms that the overlords at Apple have to say? Oh, well, look, look I, I said this verse before you even put it up there. With the Lord a day is like a thousand years. Uh -huh. In a thousand years, 
are like an age a day. Second Peter 3.8. Now this is the math portion, so get out your calculators. Or just your brain is a calculator and I have a very smart. Can you do the math portion for us as well? Man, I just bless those angels that do calculus. Amen. It hurts my brain just thinking about it. I'm going to do this one. 10,000 worlds? Yeah, the math part. Times 1,000. 10 worlds. <laughs> equals... <laughs> um, oh, don't put me on the spot like this. I only put the answers um, on the screen. One plus one. Oh, oh God. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> Which function Ten on the thousand. Ooh. What is the order of operations? <laughs> I can't remember. Is this a In the parentheses, outside of the parentheses. A little dividing line. The kids are like, I know what that is. I'm in the third grade. I'm smarter than y'all. Man, you're more demon possessed too. <laughs> I got calculators less demon possessed than you. I'm just waiting to use them tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Back to school glory. I, I I actually was afraid when I took college <laughs> math in college because you had to buy a scientific calculator. Oh yeah. I was like, oh man, I was so nervous and scared. I hated that class. Which class? College math. Oh, yeah. We had to buy a big, huge, you know, fancy Texas it was all instrument. The different I'm like, Texas this instruments is of be death. Freaking hell! <laughs> I'm like, I'm going like, to be a pastor. I don't need how to learn how to use one of these. Math. Pastors don't need to count. All I need is the head count. How many demons we killed today? Just teach me. Teach me strange fire. We'll fill a barn up. Oh, man. Of people who don't know how to use this calculator also. (laughs) 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 I just remembered that. All of those calculators probably less demon possessed than everybody in that moved here. Remember when you moved here? You had all of those calculators from I brought college. three scientific calculators three with me. Three of them. I had three. So what is this? <laughs> Get these instruments of the devil away from us. I love them. I think I still kept one. No, we threw them in the trash. No, oh, I think I kept no, one. No, I, I made sure of it. <laughs> you made sure of it. <laughs> I hate those calculators. I, I like love the simple them. ones on the cell phone. <clears throat> There goes the calculator yeah, demon. The, half those buttons hurt my brain. I got delivered out. from math today. So you're like, well, I learned how to use that. What do you? Oh, that's nice, honey. You went to yeah. Joel's bar. You can excel in the we 11 tribes of Israel, math. not Levi. <laughs> Levi doesn't need a calculator. Levi. Stay away from Levi. I ascended nine <laughs> worlds for this. <laughs> Over there with Reuben. <laughs> Living in their Texas instruments. <laughs> when you get there, Paul's like, so what did you do with my gospel? Well, you see, <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> it was, we needed some comedy relief because it was so intense. No more. <laughs> I can explain. Oh, sorry, Paul. I can't keep. Math. One thing you could do is you could toke your calculator 
you could maybe give you get an impartation. Actually, might try that tonight. I'm gonna see if I can. By if faith. He, if he really threw all my calculators away. We've seen a lot of people actually. I wanted to keep at least Toke their wallets and credit cards over the years. Did it work? Sometimes, yeah. Depending yeah. on their faith. It's just That's enough for faith. me. There it is. We need a financial. My wallet huffing tonight. Who has the nicest wallet in the room? Let's wallet. pass it around. <laughs> Maybe make sure there's no cash in it. The angel know, came and immediately in motivated them to work. <laughs> then they went to work on time and they did a <laughs> yeah, good they, job and they, they like, man, brought man. home the bacon. Calm down, man. I'm trying. <sighs> Don't be mad at me. Well, at least we can do this math. Ten worlds times one thousand equals ten thousand. What? He was angry with them and bound them until. You know, it would really trip people out and make some of these uh, mm -hmm. math nerds happy. It's like some actual algebra with A, Bs, and Cs on there and we crap. We could maybe get into some E Wait, equals MC. How dare MC you bring squared. that into a holy place? We could talk about all the good math and uh, the Fibonacci apostolic sequence. algebra. Yeah. Today oh, you know, we, when Park. I found when I got those GTs about Free CubeBuddy, do you guys remember that that Facebook post from like when I found when CubeBuddy made his appearance and it was like all these like crazy math from like NASA? I tried to find what was like the closest thing, and it was just like math from NASA. That's all I'm saying. I was like looking at make your brain hurt, but I still read it, believing there was an impartation. We'll have to find that and repost that, but. You know, there are angels of meth. Just shows you how great God is. So pray for your loved ones when they're in the math classes. Man, we can come back to There's this. There's angels for everything. <coughs> what do you guys need angels for? Help with everything. Everything. All of the it. The correct answer is literally everything. I need angels for every second. I like what Bob Jones would always say. One of Bob Jones... His most common saying was, I don't believe in angels. I rely on them. Because, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, you deal with a religious spirit in the church age, the stone age, they'd be like, well, Bob, don't worship angels. You know, and don't, we don't follow man, we follow God. Mm -hmm. like, I don't follow man, and I don't even follow God, I follow angels. <laughs> Just and the religious like demon that. just died. Well, that's true, you know. You don't follow God, you follow angels. Did Jesus follow angels? That's what the Bible says. Did the apostles in the book of Acts follow angels? That's what the Bible says. Did John on Patmos follow the angels that Jesus Christ sent to him? That's what the Bible says. Ooh. I don't know what Bible y'all reading, but I read the Bible of following angels. That's a new doctrine. No, you're demon possessed. Mm -hmm. Truth in you. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, someone chimed in. Mm -hmm. and they were like, this is heretical teaching on YouTube. You know what I do? You're a heretical teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking any crap. I'm not even on the defense anymore. We've been on the mm -hmm. offense for years. Mm -hmm. I don't take any crap from these demon possessed liars. All they do is throw dust on people. You think I'm just going to be martyred by a bunch of weak Christian liars in my generation? I'm going to bring the floods down upon them and give them a mm. global baptism. Amen. 
I'm just trying to find out why the letter is sealed, if it from which kingdom it's hidden. And I, so I think I want to look at it again. Because it's interesting, when I go into these things, they're really open for me, but sometimes we go in here and certain reasons things are more concealed or they're more open and available. It's like the letter is sealed, but I know that I've read it. So, and you might have gotten a taste of this when we're looking here. Uh, but let's let's read a little bit. Of, I think uh, reading I'm gonna, a little bit of Enoch here would be really nice. Mm. There's a lot of first Enoch today. Okay, so we'll I got that I got up. that. If you want to check it out, all the Enoch that came up today. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of specific things too, but we can do. Let's do. Go ahead and read that one first, and I think it'll break it open. Dear Yatman, you are Yaakov Tutit. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Ingrid. The nice GT. <laughs> this is a good one right here. The word Brit in Hebrew refers to a covenant between God and Abraham, the first Jew. And the sign of the covenant for all future generations is circumcision. The Brit Mila ceremony is the mm -hmm. most ancient Jewish ritual where a Jewish baby boy is circumcised at the age of eight days. The ceremony marks the covenant between God and the Jews and is considered one of the most enduring Jewish practices. The word British in Hebrew means covenant man and is related to the expression Britam, meaning covenant of the people. The claim that British comes from the Hebrew word Brit and Ish means that man of the covenant has been around for a long time. That's pretty cool. And that's what we were talking about the other night when we went out to eat. <laughs> I just had my Brit Milah. Uh, that's when you finish Adam Kadmon, the eighth day. The completion of the eight day, eighth day, that's when you get your cosmic circumcision. I got the Enoch queued up here, too. That's really special to me. Thanks for sharing that. My sister just did a DNA test on uh, Ancestry.com and it came back that we're entirely of the British Isles. So, praise the Lord. Nice. This is Enoch chapter 59. In those days mine eyes saw the secrets of the lightnings and of the lights and the judgments they execute, literally their judgment, and they lighten for a blessing or a curse as the Lord of Spirits wills. And there I saw the secrets of the thunder. When we started broadcasting tonight, we thought the monitor was on in the corner. Up here, it sounded like the monitor was on. We broadcast for five years with that monitor on. We've had it off, unplugged for a long time now. Mm. But I know the Spirit said that's the thunder of the Father. Mm. And it's exactly what this Enoch word was today. I saw the secrets of the thunder, which is what, when the Father spoke, they said it thundered. It's the voice of Abba Father. And how, when it resounds above in the heavens, the sound thereof is heard. And he caused me to see the judgments executed on the earth. Oh, yeah. Whether they will be for well-being and blessing, or for a curse, according to the word of the Lord of Spirits. And after that, all the secrets of the lights and lightnings were shown to me. 
and they lighten for blessing and for satisfying. First Enoch 59.1. Amen. Mm. Glory. Amen. And that messed some people up. Check out First Enoch 57. In those days my eyes beheld the secrets of the lightnings. Seal up the lightnings and the thunder until the time of the end. Right? Book of Revelation it is written. So what is that a reference of? First Enoch chapter 57. Exactly. In those days my eyes beheld the secrets of the lightnings and the splendors and the judgment belonging to them. They lighten for a blessing and for a curse. Life to the living, death to the dying. According to the will of the Lord Jesus Christ of spirits. And there I saw the secrets of the thunder when it rattles above in heaven and its sound is heard. The habitations also of the earth were shown to me. The sound of the thunder is for peace and for blessing, as well as for a curse, according to the word of the Lord of Spirits, according to the Torah of the Lord Jesus Christ in Jerusalem. Afterwards, every secret of the splendors and of the lightnings was seen by me for blessing and for fertility they lighten amen 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 that's really good and i'm going to show you guys this too speaking of the britain law this was posted online uh someone posted this online the same day that i finished adam cadmon on the eighth day cosmic circumcision which is the sapphire stone body of jesus christ on the eighth day cool sign and wonder for confirmation there was all kinds of confirmations before that that was kind of just like the icing on it's the, the cake. same exact color as that green eye that you drew Mm-hmm. yeah isn't that cool and uh when i wrote down the sign and the wonder as i was finding it and writing it down this lady was having a conversation in the gym just talking pretty quietly and then all of a sudden she just said it out loud just talking quietly and then the part she said out loud that I could hear what she was saying was she passed the test <laughs> I was just like oh okay right. confirmation confirmation but this is like this is an actual photo of my father holding me up on the eighth day oh you're circumcised circumcised eighth day little baby here it is okay <laughs> Which means it's the full engravings of the name Yadhevave, including the olive of the breath of his mouth. <laughs> the engraving of the apex of the Yad, of the cosmic word, the name of God. But he holds his word above his name, so that's the world I'm in now, the ninth world, the word. Kind of looks like word. my Chaya, to be honest. <laughs> you gotta have fun in the cosmos. It's so fun. Like a little girl being held up with a long hair. <laughs> or just like a robe or something. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, you see the father there with the crown and holding up a little girl. Anyway, yeah. So that's the Brit Mala. Oh, yeah. You see that? Yeah, I can see. Yeah, the father holding the girl holding up. Holding up a, a little girl. Mm-hmm. 
Well, they say when children are your leaders, that's... We did it. We did it. We Ooh, did it. Yeah, blessing. come on, we did it. <laughs> the kingdom belongs you to You ascended nine these. worlds to sing a Dora the Explorer victory song? You yes. let a five-year-old yes, run the ten weeks of Enoch? Why not? That's Better, just how least, all the father rolls. I wasn't eating dookie, and there was out of all the <laughs> options. Wouldn't you pick the one person that's not eating feces to like be in charge of something? <laughs> what, yeah, the, that one right there is not even eating poop anymore. <laughs> Let's try that one. <laughs> anymore. It's not eating anymore. <laughs> He's not even best. Out of the whole bunch down there. Well, a few more of them have stopped eating feces, sir. A few more of them have. Are you serious? Even the angels understand that. <laughs> There's hope. It's all about the brightness of the star of the spirit. Just gotta improve that diet. Amen. Yeah. I'm on a new diet plan. <laughs> it's a restrictive diet. <laughs> the nutritionist said you just can't eat crap anymore. <laughs> That's your problem. What? <laughs> oh my god. Stop judging. You think you're better than me? Our people have been eating this crap for you generations. You not eat crap. Uh, Anti-crap racist. <laughs> the demon's always got something stupid to say. And that's really what it is. It's always anti-life, anti-Christ, some kind of dumb demonic human excuse to not go into life and light and kingdom and resurrection. something... It's time for Torah to obliterate it all. Amen. So let's see if this will open up. So he was angry with them and bound them until the time of the consummation of their sins, 10,000 years. This is what's so fascinating. Beloved, do not let this one thing escape your notice with the Lord. A day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. I think that the father wants to explain also that, that he was angry with them. He's angry at the fallen watchers. He's angry at those that teach sorcery and cause such destruction and pain on earth. You know, know. he's really angry at the devil all the time. Oh, yeah. Let me give you some context here in mm -hmm. Enoch. Uh, beyond this chasm, I saw a place where there was neither firmament of heaven above nor firmly founded earth beneath it. Neither was there water on it nor bird, but the place was desolate and fearful. There I saw seven stars like great burning mountains. To me, when I inquired about them, the angel said, This is this place is the end of heaven and earth. This has become a prison for the stars and the hosts of heaven. The stars that are rolling over in the fire, these are they that transgressed the command of the Lord in the beginning of their rising for they did not come out in their appointed times and he was angry with them and bound them until the time of the consummation of their sins 10,000 years mm. now amen look at this here uh, what do we read here we read that one that thing New Testament okay so you've got these ten primordial oral Torah law ancient of days law law of love Primordial written law, Adam Kadmon, Absolute Berea, Absolute of Yetzira, Berea of Yetzira, Yetzira of Yetzira, Asaya of Yetzira, Asaya. Okay. We're going somewhere with this. Okay, we did some. 
These are the stars of heaven that transgress the command of the Lord. They have been bound here until 10,000 years are fulfilled, the time of their sins. <clears throat> Loose. Oh, oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> the prison of the fallen angels from there I traveled to another place more terrible than this one and I saw terrible things a great fire burning and flaming there and the place had a narrow cleft extending to the abyss full of great pillars of fire borne downward neither the measure nor the size was I able to see or estimate then I said how terrible is this place and fearful to look at even worse than North Minneapolis. Much worse. Mm. Wow. But they don't have as many potholes, even though. Yeah, there was less <laughs> potholes in that place than Minneapolis. Amazing. It's probably true. Holy <laughs> 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 oh gosh. Then Uriel answered me, one of the holy angels who was with me, and said to me, Enoch, why are you so frightened and shaken? And I replied, because of this terrible place! And because of the fearful sight. <laughs> so many potholes! <laughs> That's not what was written. Not... Yeah. And he said, this place is a prison for the angels. Here they will be confined forever. 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 They're already confined. They forever. just teach from those stupid mountains they're confined in. What a joke. Sick of this crap. Sick of this crap ministries. Ten That's why Jesus years. said, even if you say to these mountains, be uprooted and tossed in the sea, they'll obey you. He's speaking to the fallen angels bound already inside the mountains. Amen. Amen. And this one is important too. Right after he says, you know, he was angry Throw with Lance them. Throw Lance Walno into the lake of fire with him. Consummation, 10,000 years. <laughs> was angry with them. Um, yeah. And then Enoch sees, right after that, he lists off the seven archangels. So he saw, like, you know, the seven fallen watchers, stars. These are the names of the holy angels who watch. Uriel, one of the holy angels who is in charge of the world and Tartarus. That's a pretty big responsibility. Uriel. One of the holy angels who is in charge of the world and Tartarus. Raphael, one of the holy angels who was in charge of the spirits of men. Raphael. Reuel, one of the holy angels who takes vengeance on the world of the luminaries. And that name is almost identical to Zipporah's father's mm -hmm. name. That they named the L. Reuel. <sighs> It looks very similar. Mike, the rule, Micah, the garden of rules, where they found the sapphire stick. Bam. Gets so you that vengeance, ancient Hebrew glory. Yeah. So I believe that garden of rule below is where the sapphire stick was found for Moses. He mm -hmm. was able to remove that. That that angel above, one of the holy angels who watch, one of the seven who takes vengeance on the world of the luminaries. So the staff of Moses is for vengeance upon the luminaries. El there in Hebrew means God. So it's like their first name is Micah, and then L is God. Micah, God. Mm. Truth on you. Michael, one of the holy angels who has been put in charge of the good ones of the people. That's a good one. That was the best they had. 
<laughs> Look, there's another one not eating poop anymore. Alright, we can do something with this. We can work with this. Sariel, one of the holy angels who was in charge of the spirits who sin against the spirit. That's gotta be a tough job. Sariel. In charge of the spirits who sin against the spirit. Wow. Gabriel, one of the holy angels who was in charge of paradise and the serpents and cherubim. Remiel, one of the holy angels whom God has put in charge of them that rise, the names of the seven archangels. And I traveled to where it was chaotic. And there I saw a terrible thing. I saw neither heaven above nor firmly founded earth, but a chaotic and terrible place. And that's where we saw the, he said, I saw the seven stars of heaven bound and thrown it together like great mountains burning in fire. In that chaos bound, why were they bound and thrown there? And then Uriel said to me, one of the holy angels who was with me, and he was their leader. Leader of what? We just listed off the seven archangels. Leader of the archangels. And he was their leader. He said to me, Enoch, why do you inquire? And why are you eager for the truth? These are the stars of heaven that transgressed the command of the Lord. And they have been bound here until 10,000 years are fulfilled. The time of their sins. What is a fulfillment of 10,000 years? We know the external world. Mm -hmm is at 7,000 right now. 6,024. 6, which is the seventh age. So Gregorian at, calendar. Yep. 6,024. Gregorian calendar mm -hmm. is synchronized with the Jewish calendar already. Truth in here. Mm -hmm. Yep. So this calendar date corresponds to the world of absolute. All right. And if that's confusing to you with the numbers with six, but what about seven? Just look up online when they talk about like 20th century, 21st century and how that works and just kind of, you know, get your mind adjusted to time and how that works. Okay. So absolute. So where the natural external timeline is right now is about absolute somewhere in between Malkut and Yasad. That's just the faithful revolutions of the sun, moon and stars. But 10 thousand years, you know, when we've been there ten thousand mm. years, bright shining as the sun. Like huh? ten thousand tiffers. <laughs> That's a good song. That's pretty bright. What were they really singing about? Amazing Grace? Mm. Amazing Grace to get up the sapphire stones. Yeah. This is good. Let's just read the lyrics to Amazing Grace. Everybody knows the song, even the outer courts, but now you know it on sapphire stones. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, right? Fear of Isaac, Gevra. And grace my fears relieved, said from Gevra to said that said that sweetens Gevra. And grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. This grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. When we've been here 10,000 years, bright, shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, 
that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Oh, well, now that you see, you see your sins remain. In the abyss with the fallen watchers. Four <laughs> <laughs> skins that are tossed away. Liar. Hallelujah. Nobody had Not even today, accuser. Like so the consummation. He was angry with them and bound them until the time of the consummation, which means the fulfillment. 10,000 years. So all those things that happen, if you want to look at that, I don't know if it's a video or recording somewhere. Think about the fulfillment of sin. The same concept is written in Revelation that the seed of the enemy will come into full maturity, which is simply death. And let the wicked continue mm -hmm. being wicked, it is written. Let the righteous continue being righteous, it is written. Mm -hmm. Consummation of sin is just the fullness of death from the fallen angels and those who mm -hmm. believe lies. So this trial that's going on in the realm of time and space and through the worlds, that judgment upon the fallen angels, how is the judgment not going to fall on you, which means you not going into the mm -hmm. eternal abyss of hell, but the fallen angels going on? Time is grace. You're anchored into Christ, anchored into his Torah. Bam, nothing else. Heaven and earth pass away, but his word remains forever. That is all you'll have in the coming judgments, is how much Torah is inscribed by angels in your hearts and minds. Amen. Did you know that Uzzah and Azael are in the 10th week? In the foreskins of the 10th week? Yep. Do you guys remember who those are? Well, the scapegoat in Torah. Not our, or is it him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not yeah. Azazel, Azael. Was that his name also? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was his name, yeah. The goat. Yeah, that's guy. who they sent that goat to in the wilderness. They'd lay hands and impart all oh, the yeah. sins of Israel. Uzzah, Azael, and send them out and to, the, to the two. Right, Fallen watchers in the mountains. That's what the scapegoat was. In Those are the ones Torah. who taught Balaam uh, red sorcery. That's the highest level form of um, black magic witchcraft that exists in the earth and in the heavens. They it's still teach every Freemason mm -hmm. red magic. Yeah, okay. So That's how that. they got so powerful. Alright, let's look at this. So why did you come to earth? Why would you bother coming to a hellhole like this? What's the point? You guys remember a movie called Tree? Uh, you had to talk to the one of the seraphim that was in charge of uh, in charge of parts of Brandon's life. I call him Papa Boomy. <laughs> the booming seraphim. His voice reminds me of the father's <laughs> voice, but just not quite as big. It's got that depth to it. Really thick seraphim ancient accent. Very difficult the first night he was trying to tell me the story. Couldn't understand a word of it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't speak seraphim at the time. I think Someday. it was uh, 2020. I think it was like I was brand new baby of righteousness and no ability hardly to understand. It was very difficult. And I remember talking to Brandon, like I had this angel was trying to talk to me and going on about something. I have no idea what he's saying. And he gave me really good advice, which was, uh, I guess we can leave that. That's okay. What's the really good advice that Papa Boomy gave you? Oh, this is the advice you gave me because I couldn't understand Papa Boomy the first time. Papa, I call him Papa Boomy because 
We was in the South, so that's what we were calling it. <laughs> it was Papa. But Papa is nice. He, uh, your advice was, you've got it in your spirit. Don't worry if you didn't catch it all. Believe mm. that you've got it in your spirit. And I rested in that, and I, and I felt peace. Mm, amen. Then the next night, after believing that I had received it, I could understand it. <laughs> well, think about it. When a sower sows seed, what farmer sows seed and then sits there in the house and just freaks out about the seed not sprouting oh out in gosh. the field? Let it, let it be watered. Let sun come upon it for a while. That's, That's how advice. Christians are when they hear the word. It goes into your heart and just don't worry about it. It will grow up. Just stay growing in Christ. Amen. All right. So this is a download from the angel whose voice booms like thunder, yet is gentle and sweet as a grandpa. Since before, and so this is, so as soon as I could understand in English what the seraphim was saying, I had my phone like this and my thumbs going like this. <laughs> that swipe keyboard couldn't hardly keep up with me at that point. I was super excited to be able to understand him. And some of these textures are like, <laughs> just like lightning bolts going around there. The kids raised on iPads yeah. and like looking at a magician. Yeah. I hope they do become a wizard of Oz of Torah <laughs> in righteousness. That ancient magic of Aslan. Right. Which means I was there. killing witches. Lion witch in the wardrobe. <laughs> Your child may be responsible for the death of many witches. C.S. Lewis Shekinah. Reason I'm right. <laughs> they should make that one by C.S. Lewis called Screw Tape Letters, though. Yeah. Not just Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, that would be a fun movie, wouldn't it? Put it on Netflix. Just watch The Labyrinth. Labyrinth. And, uh, with the, uh, David Bowie and uh, the little kid. Yeah, that's and the exactly how it is, too. And the evil Muppets. <laughs> Mom, the I dark watch Christmas. evil Muppets. It's very realistic, a lot yeah. of these shows. Some of them are so prophetic and freaks people out. Yeah. Like, I can't watch the Dark Crystal, anything with those puppets in it, man. It's too realistic. Those birds are like real demons. <sighs> because they yep. have their own demons sitting at home watching the movie with them. <laughs> because above your black ladder, ladder is a black Chaya crystal, a dark crystal, and you're in denial. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. Just make sure there's no evil birds defecating into your popcorn when you have family movie night, right? Woo! I decided, is that too real? That's not butter. <laughs> That's not butter. That's disgusting. <laughs> what have I been doing you with my pigeons life? pigeons out there. Probably you're better off with the pigeon poop than that kind of teaching. Uh, uh, people will be sending demon birds I to I threw my spirit into my pigeons today. Oh, yeah, that was today. funny. True story today. Awesome sign and wonder. <laughs> I'm inside all the windows Poop sign and wonder. And I hate augury, and the Holy Spirit's been turning me how to defeat augury in the universe in the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. And so just to check that there's no augury in the animals. Yeah. I just whack my spirit into the animals, and when I did that, they all crapped out their butts down nine <laughs> floors. <laughs> they did, I saw it. It was hilarious, and they went and just, flying. Like, pigeon crap just and flew down the road. just like <laughs> slaughterhouse. So like, Bam. let's see, does it do work on human beings? You might have to wear Depends to Joel's bar. Bam. No, only Biden has to worry about that. <laughs> mm, hope you're wearing a diaper, boy. <laughs> there they go. I was like, wow. That's amazing. You know, we start testing the pigeons. I saw one looking at me all side-eyed. It was the Some only one on the ledge. Some kids don't know they make diapers for adults. You might learn that at Joel's bar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it not a traditional a pigeon, education, but you will learn some things. We, 
Yeah, people walk into the front door sometimes. You might be coming home sucking on a calculator like I need the impartation. They'll immediately run to the bathroom and throw up. That's how demon-possessed some of these human beings are. It does happen. They step foot right in the entryway. There's so much Shekinah. The darkness is instantly regurgitated. They literally book to the, the bathroom to throw up. We've had that happen. Yeah, so people feeling pretty good about themselves. I can come, I can show up. But we just puke outside the door, not yeah. inside, okay? Yeah, don't puke inside the house. Puke outside the house. Or down the toilet, at least. Yeah, or the side of the house. Or maybe the neighbor's over yard. Over the neighbor's fence, okay? <laughs> just right on their mailbox. Don't make Daryl clean that up. Come on, oh. no. He's tending to the yard. So you get putting nails and screws in the alley. Blah, take that. Eye for an eye. Whoever put those in there, just puke in their yard. Holy ghost. Well, now let's read what the angel said. <laughs> Who's raising these humans? These are definitely just, the products of the holy angels. I think I just got angels. slapped by an angel. I felt that. <laughs> Who's raising these humans? Slap. I am, you dimwit. I that was know. probably Uriel. Probably, I feel that. Get with it. My guardian angel. Yeah, I love your It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's all love, though, guys. It's love. The severity is pure For love. the intensive care bears. <laughs> More severity. More love. Kill him with love. No, no. And the angel fell in Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> but you didn't <laughs> die. You just got even more righteous. Amen. Wow. All right, let's find out what these angels are talking about. Because this all circles back to the 10,000, okay? Since before time, angelic booming voice. When the spirits of men dwelt with the angels in heaven. Well, since before time, when the spirits of men dwelt with the angels in heaven. When all light was in one accord. You might want to put this one in your spirit. You can take notes too, but if you're not taking notes, definitely. When all light was in one accord with the source of divine love, before the fall of the angels, since before time, when the spirits of men dwelt with the angels in heaven, when all light was in one accord with the source of divine love, before the fall of the angels, before the fall of man, the spirits of the sons of God dwelt within God. They were in the light. They only knew the light. They had not yet come to earth in the form of, the, of matter, the form of man. When the original discordance came through Lucifer and his deceived angels, the sound of this discord was heard in heaven by the spirits of the sons of God. Having been a covering cherub of God, Lucifer had peered into God and seen the spirits of the sons of God and perceived that they would rise to be as God. This was extremely offensive to Lucifer, as these sons were but tiny spirits, tiny lights within the Father. Seeing that they would someday grow to outrank him, when he took his fallen angels with him, he sent the song of discord, not only to the angels, but to the spirits of the sons of God. Some were touched by this darkness and thrown into confusion. 
unlike the fallen angels who were not given a second chance. Right? Unlike the fallen angels who were not given a second chance. God, in his great wisdom, provided a solution for the redemption of his precious sons who had fallen into confusion. It would simultaneously prove to all of heaven and the angels the manifold wisdom of the law of love of God. I didn't even know that was when we put mm. that up there. Wow. The law of love. I just named the... I just named one of the worlds that today before this, mm. not even knowing I was going to read this and not even remembering that that was written in here. Wow. Unlike the fallen angels who were not given a second chance, God in his great wisdom provided a solution for the redemption of his precious sons who had fallen into confusion. It would simultaneously prove to all of heaven and the angels the manifold wisdom of the law of love of God over the argument of the fallen angels. God being God could have easily wiped them out without a word of defense. But to prove his word and let it be known and understood by every living creature his character, as well as his word, his only begotten son, he would allow this trial of the ages, this trial of the ages, mm. this trial of the ages mm. to proceed and prove which law is true though he holds his word above his name. Ninth week. He sacrificed him as his only begotten son, as the sacrifice to atone for his sons. And what of the opposition? Couldn't the argument be made that the only reason the spirits of the sons of God received this eternal blood was because they had not been kicked out of heaven as the fallen angels had? Is God a God of discord now? The fallen ones mocked and accused. See his injustice towards us and his mercy toward his sons. They are no different from us. Had they been removed, they would surely all fall. Everyone from your ways. Is the Almighty God harboring the confused sons of discord? Have they not heard Lucifer's song and their light Waves. I wrote light waves because we don't have the words in human tongue, in any human tongue, for what is being described by the seraphim. But the song of pride altered their appearance when they received it into their spirits. Lucifer's mm -hmm. song. Is the Almighty God harboring the confused sons of discord? Have they not heard Lucifer's song and their light waves been conformed to the valiant Lucifer? The accusations continued. If they were truly given a choice, if they were not bound by the light, then even they would see that they are merely prisoners and would even choose this path themselves and reject your word. If they are kept here in heaven, would not God be breaking his own law that removes all confusion and discord against his song in heaven? God in his great wisdom designed a plan. Through the sacrifice of his firstborn son, his only begotten son, before the beginning of time, would set in motion the perfect plan to give everyone a chance to choose either the law of divine love or the law of sin and death by their own free will, and to offer a plan of salvation 
to the spirits of his sons who had fallen into the confusion of discord without casting them out right away mm-hmm. with the same sentence as the fallen angels. A plan of salvation to the spirits of his sons who had fallen into the confusion of discord without casting them out right away with the same sentence as the fallen angels. In this way, he would not break his own rule of removing all discord from heaven while still giving all men a chance for redemption. He would send the spirits of his sons as seeds into the earth. The seed enters the soil and dies. Then it sprouts up with new life and no memory of life before living on the earth. In this way, each one has a fair chance to restart and a chance to receive the angel of the Lord, Jesus, the word, his river, his blood, his love, in a way that satisfies the law completely by the power of love and mercy to redeem his sons. This would prove to all the angels and fallen angels and every living creature the manifold, multi-faceted wisdom of God and his redeeming power, his true nature of love. And that's the multifaceted gemstone of the house of wisdom, the crystal palace of the Father himself, the true nature of love. It's a gemstone. It's like the Father's chaya. This is the trial of ages. The law of love versus the law of sin and death. Smackdown! <laughs> that wasn't in there. The angel didn't say that. The law versus... Cage match. Yeah. <laughs> This is the trial of the ages, the law of love versus the law of sin and death, which we find ourselves playing a part in today. While it's true that the spirits of the sons of God that were touched by and received Lucifer's song of discord had to come to earth for their chance to hear and choose salvation, there are those of us who were never corrupted outside of time but decided to come here. Do you remember? Why did you come here? Why would you leave the perfection of heaven? What are the rewards? What was the motivation? Do you remember now? Love is its own motivation and reward. The love for our brothers and sisters, that they would not share the same fate as the fallen angels. This was enough motivation and reward to risk everything and come here, fully trusting in the light of love that would guide our way, fully trusting God to send us to accomplish his will, fully trusting in our angelic friends and guides to help us on this side of the veil, although we can barely see and hear them to know the power of love to overcome all things. We volunteered to come. Some of you reading this are going to start remembering. The memories are sweet. I was in a class with Brandon Barthrop before we came to Earth. It was a training to prepare us for coming here. When I came out of the vision, 
I prayed in tongues into Google Translate, asking what the class is called, and it said, Jehovah is Exalted Task Force Class. Oh, yes. We are the star seed, the light of the world, the morning star seed. The light of the world, the seed that came into the earth and died, trusting in the resurrection power of love to fulfill all things and to empower us to reach the ones who had fallen into the confusion of darkness. It's true, when we came to earth, we all died and are in need of a savior to give us life in our spirits and raise us from the dead while yet in the body. A savior to fully save our spirits and grow us into full-grown spirits within human bodies to become fully God and fully man, bearing the image of our Father, which is perfect love. Amen. And so uh, what you're seeing here is the trial until the consummation. The Bible talks about the consummation of the ages. The angelic sentence of being bound for 10,000 years. They've tried to use augury and possession of human souls to live in a counterfeit paradise and make the best of their time of their sentence. Yep. <clears throat> Why 10,000 years? Where do you go when you go up sapphire stones? What's Ten thousand years. <laughs> For Christ to be formed within you, the sapphire stones. Every one of those sapphire stones is Christ formed within you. When it's circumcised and the membrane is peeled back, full circumcision, that's the removal of the enemy kingdom. But why did the Father rest on the seventh day and not the tenth day? Because he could foresee that it happened the seventh day. Do you know what day you're in? 6,024 is the seventh day. That's why the Father rested the seventh <laughs> day. Amen. Mm. Primordial Oral Torah Law Ancient of Days Law of Love That's the formation of the Law of Love in your sapphire stone <laughs> DNA genetics of the father the law of love formed within you did you learn how to love did you learn how to love hmm. learning how to emit Shekinah from Torah from the heart through circumcisions of the Word of God. That's what learning how to love is. And emitting the mm -hmm. Shekinah of the Word in your eternal spirit. It reminds me of Jesus walking. When Jesus was walking in 10 weeks, and there was that one demon that freaked out when he saw what he was walking in, and he freaked out and said, did you come 
To torture us before the appointed time? What appointed time was he talking about? Three hours of Joel's bar. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> With no bathroom breaks. Mm -hmm. Bladders of iron. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, please use the restroom as you need. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yes. In Toronto, blessing, they had bedpans. People were so whacked in the spirit. They couldn't even move their bodies to go to the bathroom. Literally bedpans. Well, I'm so glad that all I'm of you are learning how to... I'm glad that we don't have to clean up after that. So <laughs> thank you for learning how to stand up and sit down on the toilet. Hey, man, that was great. Barking like dogs glory. and bed, bedpans but in, in the glory. I'm, I'm glad that it's going to be a little bit more like on earth as it is in heaven. As we a little bit more mature. Don't even need a bedpan or to bark like a dog. If you judge it, it'll probably happen to you. So be yeah. careful. Mm -hmm. I repent, I repent, I repent. Oh Someone tonight, God. face on the ground. Oh, God, oh, God. I'm going to have to get an elevator on my minivan now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lift. Yeah. You know, as much as this is opened. It's it, a little sterile as your feet. That's good math today. Yeah. It's good that it was a good math today. That's enough math for one day. It's enough math for ten thousand <laughs> <Thousand> years. <laughs> Thank God, and I can finally get rid of that calculator. <laughs> no, it's like you said. Okay. okay, I think that's good. Amen. Well thank you for everyone that gave for Shadrach's furniture. <laughs> if you'd like to give, tonight is the last night. We've raised four thousand so far. Four thousand will furnish a Kenyan house, three bedrooms for his two kids, his wife, and the full-time ministry work that they do over there, blessing the nations, blessing a lot of people. And uh, he's also very generous in a blessing to all, <laughs> to all of his volunteers and to everyone that's working, the widows there. He's always giving, and he's just got an amazing heart. So if you'd like to be a blessing to his house for furniture, yes. maybe... So maybe a nice painting for the room or there's always upgrades for the Levites because they do all the work of the ministry eternally. And you want to be a blessing to the tribe of Levi because they receive all they fight the fight. The, they receive all the tithes, all the offerings for eternity. Tithing and offering is not just a church age deal. It's an eternal deal. Mm -hmm. There's 12 eternal tribes. And so all the silver, gold, gemstones, the increase forever will go to the tribe of Levi out of the abundance and first fruits and the best of all the marketplace and business of all your houses for eternity in new heavens and new earth. So it's a good time to start giving the best of your houses, the best of your businesses. Right, not like that one guy who just waits until Jesus literally physically shows up to be like, oh yeah, my bad. I was like, I didn't understand that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the rich man down in <laughs> hell. Get more no, embarrassing it's too late, that. man. It's too late. You want to start now in life. When it cuts against the greed and the selfishness and the poverty demons in your heart, so you can actually get free in life. Not in there's no freedom in death. Now is your opportunity. Today is the day of salvation. Your obedience right now against all the crap in your heart is what breaks you free. It's never gonna be any easier than today, tonight, right now in 2023. Yeah. Don't delay. Don't wait any longer to get obedient in mineral-level obedience, mineral-level circumcisions. If money is even a thing in your life, 
It is the evidence that you don't yet have mineral level obedience in the circumcision of the heart. That's the foundation. The roots of all evil also know the roots of David. Which tree are you in? Satan or Jesus Christ? Roots of all evil is no obedience with money. It's just all lost. It's all darkness there. So in the roots of David, obedience with money. It is the foundation of obedience. Is the foundation <laughs> of what you do at with the minerals of the earth, with the economic buying power of the earth. It's true. It's absolutely biblical. And so God loves the cheerful givers that don't have any bondage when it comes to money and finances, that it can flow into Levi on the stars, on the sapphire stones, to build what God wants to build in this generation, the great temple of sapphire stones. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys as you give. Click the links in the description. It's Saturday night, isn't it? Yep. So that we'll means see we you won't see you guys until Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. We love you guys. Amen. Keeping me alive, keeping me alive.
Victory, 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 victory,
Victory, victory, victory tonight. I got the victory. 
Joy! 